touchdown like a running back. With my niggas don't know how to act. Yeah, we out here in these streets getting loose. Cause my niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got that oh no, wait a minute. Cause my niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got that oh no, wait a minute. Cause my niggas got the juice. And we're back. As always, that intro is Varsity featuring Slick Music and KO um, Juice. It is on all platforms. Make sure you guys stream that. Um, it's been a really interesting two weeks. Very much so. Very much so. It's, like, it's always something. It is always <laughs> something. Yo, so... Um, before we get started, love and light to DMX. Seriously. Seriously, like, did you watch the docuseries of Rough Riders? I did. I saw bits and pieces. I saw Eve's part, mm -hmm. and then I saw some of DMX, but I didn't finish the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But watching that and hearing his own words mm -hmm. gave me so much perspective. Yeah. Of his journey mm -hmm. and why he has struggled so much, you know, with the stuff that the the heavy trauma mm -hmm. from childhood, you know, and then him talking about how his mind just created these different personalities in order to cope to come, yeah, come back. Mm -hmm. And so, I understand how that created these different type of demons he had to battle, mm -hmm. you know. So. Seriously love and like to DMX because that's somebody that is an icon. Heavily is an icon. Yes. You know, like he was a whole era. A whole DMX was his own whole era. Whole era. Like he introduced hip hop really or the rest of the country to um to biker games, mm -hmm. you know, and the tricks on the bikes and stuff like street riding, street riding, like the big cities like Philly and New York had that, mm -hmm. or in Jersey had that, but like in the South, we don't know, we didn't know anything about that kind of stuff. I remember growing up and asking my parents for uh, a dirt bike <laughs> <laughs> just because, <laughs> because of DMX. Like I really, I wanted to be E. Yes, like it was a real seriously, thing. Seriously, it was the stuff. Drop yes, like we like when you watch that video and but everybody has always been drawn to him because of the passion behind his voice. Mm -hmm. You know, they're so Very powerful. It's so powerful. Like I, I tagged my uncle the other day and I was telling, I said, um, 
like 20 years ago, my uncle was the reason why I became a DMX fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being in a car with my uncle and him playing DMX CDs and hearing, and DMX always closed his albums with a prayer. Yeah. Always. You know what I'm saying? I remember in elementary, um, we performed Down Bottom at the, <laughs> at the talent show. What school was this? Uh, Earhart. <laughs> with Dallas, we performed um, Down Bottom. They let y'all do that? They let us do it. <laughs> It was so ghetto, but that's how much that's how big of a fan we yeah. were to Rough Riders. Like, yeah, it was. I was a serious fan. Yeah, like, I remember getting a moped. <laughs> like, I couldn't get a dirt bike. Right, it was do, like it's the, just too dangerous. You don't need no. You don't need no. You dirt know bike. that was not, especially you girl too. Like you know that was not going down for that. But we were, we did get a moped, mm. and then, and then we was Rough Riding. <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah, like DMX, you know, I even, I remember vividly when Aaliyah had passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when BET was still black owned. Yeah. <laughs> so we had BET Nightly News. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the lady's name, but the black lady with the short haircut or whatever who did uh, BET Nightly News. And I remember they were talking about it, about Aaliyah's passing. And DMX called in. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to hear like the heaviness, you know, like I re- I vividly remember him calling in, and how heartbroken he was, you know, behind because it wasn't that long ago that they did the Romeo Must Die movie, right. you know what I'm saying? And that's one of my favorite. Make it movies. back in one piece, piece and belly. Piece. He gave us belly. He gave us belly. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. Suck my. You like. <laughs> Like that's your word. That's your word. Like yeah, Belly's one of the movies you gotta you gotta watch every now and then. You have to for a refresher. You do like that is such an iconic movie in the black culture. Mm-hmm. Like it's so iconic. You know, with with Nas being um, what was Nas' name in the movie? What was Nas' name? Sincere. Mm-hmm. Sincere. 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 Yep. Sincere. And then, um, and and then Keisha and yeah. like, <laughs> everybody wants to be Keisha. Everybody now. wanted to be Keisha. Everybody wanted to be Keisha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was such an such an iconic movie, um, especially if you grew up in the '90s and 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 transpiring into the early 2000s, like high school or middle school, high school. Like you, you probably wasn't supposed to, but you yeah. watch Belly, definitely. Watch Belly. <laughs> without without with, with without edit scenes like <laughs> you, you watch Belly mm-hmm. thoroughly thoroughly through and through. So he was he's such a he you know he's such a um, major piece in hip hop and I I hope he can um, come through this because that's gonna be a hole that never can be filled. Definitely not. No one can ever feel. There's, there's never Earl. been anybody like Earl. <laughs> like Earl. Definitely not. No one can ever that, to have that, that voice and that yes and that passion. Mm-hmm. You, it's passion in whatever he does. Everything. You know, Rudolph the Red. <laughs> I swear to God, it's to every Christmas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like this man just. Even him battling that and his personality mm-hmm. still shines yeah. through yeah. despite of despite all of it. The darkness mm-hmm. and it's that's just amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just 
just, you know, it's sad that we couldn't help him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I say we as himself. a yeah, as a community, yeah. you know, we couldn't get him the the proper help that right. he needed. And 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 bottom line is is one of those things where he couldn't even help himself. Yeah. And that's where it starts with, you know. Not to get too much off subject, but Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. she has a docu series on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. And I watched the first two episodes because uh, she basically died for a few minutes Mm -hmm. during her overdose, you know, and her just talking about it and how she snuck back after six years of sobriety, snuck back, started doing everything, Mm -hmm. even more things than she previously was doing. And she was just saying like, and her friends saying, you know, they wish they could have did this, this and that, but she was like, I was still going to do it. Yeah. I was, regardless what my friends going to tell me or do I was still going to do it, you know. So it's just one of those things where it's like until you really get a handle on it, mm-hmm. everybody can give you all the advice and support in the world, but it's that self-determination. And people relapse. Yeah. And we're, we're losing a lot of a lot of iconic people, a lot of influential people. Yeah. Addiction. And, and this, yeah, for, for sure, for sure. You can't even come into this right now saying... We're losing people because of age or anything. Like, these are so young. DMX is not, that's my mom's age. Like, mm-hmm. he's, you know, or younger than my mom. He's younger than my mom, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Jay, yeah, yeah, he's like the Jay-Z and, and yeah, they all went to high school together mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yes, I still like my, my mom's age. Mid-40s. Yeah. Well, well, I think, um, I think Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z and DMX was around the same age because they went to high school together, if I'm not mistaken. And Jay-Z was born in 69, 68, 69. So that's... mid-50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just loving light, loving light. Loving light for that because, I mean, that's... People don't understand, like, if you don't get handled on childhood trauma before it spirals out of control... It's so hard to go back. I mean, it's so hard to recover. It is. It's so hard to recover. And I think I just recently saw something on um, social media when he was talking about how he got introduced to crack. And he didn't even know. Yeah. Somebody had laced Laced. his weed. Somebody he trusted Mm -hmm. laced his weed at a young age. And it happens. happens. We had a childhood friend that went through that. Oh, really? And he never recovered from that. Yeah. It was real bad. And that—that's why you gotta be. I need to know where where it's come from. Who? No, I need to see you actually. (laughs) I need to see you actually rolling up. I need to see because when you lace the stuff in there, you're doing that as you are rolling it. You know, I need to see how you breaking it down. I need to see from beginning to end because if you just, especially if I don't. Well, like I said, he was somebody he trusted, but you know, you just coming in and like, hey, here, hit this. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, like. Yeah, can't trust people. Mm-hmm. Speaking of trust, <laughs> speaking of trust, um, <laughs> so um, I've been seeing this trend lately with mm-hmm. joint social media accounts, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, number one, why? Mm-hmm. What was, what's the, you know, what led you to that? What led to that? And it, to me, it's weird. Very. 
It's very weird. It seems someone's controlling the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a, some some no insecurity, privacy. no privacy, <laughs> no privacy at all. Like no independence. I, I I just can imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being a married woman, sharing an account with my spouse, like we don't we don't even really share the same aspects. Even though we both like into music, right? I, I couldn't be you. Yeah, individualism is so important in all relationships. It really is. It really is. Individualism is so important. It's how you keep yourself centered. That's how you keep yourself from losing yourself. It's like how do you even know who you're talking to if you inbox them? Like, hey, right? How y'all doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what if you want to do some business or you yeah, know, just anything or just I just was, a regular have a, a regular conversation? Yeah. A regular conversation. You no longer can have a regular conversation because the first thing you're going to be like, well, who am I talking to? Mm-hmm. You know, one of those situations. So, And it's usually a one-sided <laughs> deal that I've noticed just okay. from... Observing. Observing. Mm-hmm. It's usually one person doing all the posting and... Yeah, right? <laughs> I've only seen a few, so... I, but from my experience of those few that yeah. I've seen yeah it's usually just one but why don't you make your own page yeah you know it, that's not necessary <laughs> for you to if you're going to do all the controlling of the page just, just have just, your own it just doesn't make sense yeah I I would love to have a a full conversation with anybody who is currently sharing um social media um mm-hmm. platforms or someone who has previously shared um, social media platforms, and just to get like the background and perspective. Just of, the background perspective. I, I saw the, the the post with the question like yeah, uh, and a lot of people was like trust. somebody cheated yeah trust <laughs> some mm-hmm. somebody cheated they had yeah. the, they had to get a, a Facebook page because them DMs was popping mm-hmm. and I was yeah I was definitely curious and I made a, a um, Facebook post about it and everybody. Who did comment sound like it sound like somebody cheated? It's, it sound like lack of trust, mm-hmm. and then the other thing was it sound like control. Control. Yeah, definitely. And I just couldn't. I would like I said I just would love to talk to somebody who has experienced this before personally because I just want to like pick the brain on what is the ideology behind this. What's your theology behind sharing one? Me, I personally, I am against it very much so. Yeah, I am too. Even if there was no trust in the relationship, I wouldn't expect to be that much invested into watching you. Right. I feel like that's really... That is... I feel like that's really stressful. That that it seems stressful to you want to keep a tabs on everything. Like, from all interactions right you know what i'm saying like that's crazy i yeah (laughs) for one of the particular um couples that i've seen do that i feel like it was it's more about control Mm -hmm. than anything else just from like previous um situations that i know of with Mm them um so I was definitely automatically thinking, like, control, you know? Um, But I can see how, like, cheating would be, like, another thing people would kind of, like, think of, like, oh, 
why I can't trust you to have your own platform, you know, on these or your own um, profile on these platforms. So I must combine powers with you. You <laughs> must combine powers. <laughs> you and, know, there are planet, when, when Cap, Captain, you know, what's that planet? Captain Planet type of shit. Um, like that's just so. That's just so weird. Yeah, I think it is. I think to me, that's that can create um, a downfall of a relationship. I think it could cause identity issues with, hmm. with the person hmm. because I'm no longer me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm even we, <laughs> even in a marriage, yeah. because even in a marriage, it is two people coming together. Mm-hmm. However, it's still two individual people, and you're supposed to still have your own identity along right. with the combination. That's why it has Facebook actually has status, you know, that you can put that you're married and who, right. you're, who you're married to, mm-hmm. so people can know this is me mm-hmm. and this is my spouse. Mm-hmm. So. I just don't get the point of doing a joint account. Like, it makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me. That's why I really... Hey, guys, (laughs) if you... (laughs) Whoever listening... First of all, thank you guys for listening. Secondly, if you have experienced this, if you have... um, had a significant other who came to you wanting to do this, please like reach out to either one of us to like let us know so we can get more insight on these type of situations and what led up to this situation because we've never been in anything like that and we don't have any friends <laughs> that are in anything like this either. That's a deal breaker. So- <laughs> it, it, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. I think that would be very like. If my man wants to come to me today and be like, hey, I think we should do a joint joint account. And I'll be like, okay, well, are we going to keep our separate accounts? And mm-hmm. then we just have an account together? Exactly. What do you mean? <laughs> because if that's the case, okay, cool. And not, not that, you know what I'm saying, he shouldn't trust me, I shouldn't trust him. It's just the fact that you don't have to share everything right. like that. Like some, give me it's for your space. Own. It's for your own, right? So like... I even asked my boyfriend. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, babe, would you ever do a a joint account with me? He was like, well, a bank account? <laughs> nah. Right. Facebook. He was like, no. <laughs> right. You like, know, I was like, I want you with you neither. But that's really how I feel. Like, why do I want to do that? It's just it's strange. Which which leads me to believe that in a situation like that, you can't even have platonic friends. No, I'm sure that's not allowed either. Ain't no way it I'm could sure, be allowed. Yeah, I'm sure that you're, hell, I'm over here like, can you even have friends, period? <laughs> you can't even have Facebook <laughs> friends by yourself. Like, that's what I'm saying. Can you even have male friends? Can you have female friends? Like, can you even have friends of the same sex? Right. I feel like when when it's like that, I don't mm-hmm. even feel like you can have friends. You can't do nothing. Period. Man. You don't like. It's like it's just me and you. Yeah. That's it. To the end. And like how how like overwhelming you know what I'm saying? Like I love my boyfriend. But I was low key ready to go back to work. <laughs> 
And Look, I know pandemic, he was ready for me to go back to work. <laughs> with the whole pandemic, we're both at home. And it's like, I'm tired of looking at you. Yeah. I need my space. I need my space. Your space is important. Mm-hmm. It is. It is so important. It like, is. me time, having time to yourself mm-hmm. is so important. It's so important. Like, even though you love someone, you can't. Can't you can't be consumed in them twenty four hours yeah. a day every day? I remember um, my aunt telling me a long time ago, and her and my uncle been married. Who I think going on almost thirty years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got married when I was six, so I'd be thirty four this year. So yeah, they're going on thirty years. My aunt told me a long time ago. She was like. Always get your me time. Yeah. She was like, even if that's me going to get a pedicure and like going out to eat by myself, or she was like, always get your me time. She was like, you gonna get sick mm-hmm. of the other person, and that's okay too. She mm-hmm. was like, you 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 gonna get sick of them at times. She was like, that's when you have to make sure that you get your own personal space, your own Take time. Breather. Take a breather. You know, whatever, like, because you're still your, you're still who you are, mm-hmm. right? And you can't neglect that person. Right. And that's what the me time is for, to spend that time with that person or whatever your little hobby is that you enjoy doing, mm-hmm. you know? And then come back and that's rejuvenating to your relationship because it, it gives you time away to where you're like, oh, okay, I do kind of miss that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you always just up, up under, under and you don't have no yeah. type of space, you'll be like, oh, nigga, get out of my face. <laughs> I'm, I've never been, like, clingy mm-hmm. to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really unhealthy the mm. way I'm not clingy to mm. people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could stop talking to people today and it would not bother me type of deal. Mm-hmm. And so the thought of just being that clingy, yeah, is just, you just really just it's cringy as hell to me. Yeah, to just want to be up under somebody under their skin twenty four eight like every yeah. I don't know, like I can't say I've never been now to this extreme. Hell no, <laughs> I can tell you automatically because I'm an introvert anyway. So. <laughs> I've never been so clingy to to this stage, mm-hmm. but I've been clingy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't had like a lot of adult relationships either, so I can't even just say it's like that with everybody. But I've had moments in my in my early twenties mm-hmm. where I was like really clingy. Um, but now me having like my first real like adult relationship, mm-hmm. and I know it sounds so bad because I'm thirty. I'm gonna be thirty four years old. Like, bitch, okay. you your first real adult? Yes, okay, bitch. Yes, <laughs> okay, at thirty four. But um, even with us, it's like I have clingy moments. Mm-hmm. I can say that I have clingy moments, which he does as well. Um, but I think. What you and I are alike in is like um, we're not extremely affectionate people, right? You know, so we don't have to like be up under that person physically all the time because we kind of like, oh, okay, I cuddle a little, little, little. All right, now I'm back to you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like <laughs> that's my, my definition of clingy. Like I yeah. can't just sit up and lay up under you yeah. and not be productive. Yeah. Like what are we doing? Like I'm not. 
we have to be doing something productive. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to spend so much time with you, mm-hmm. it needs to be, it needs to make sense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've never been the type of, if you want to get up and go somewhere, I'd be like, no, don't go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Stay up under me yeah. type of deal. Like, no, please. I, I be begging my husband sometimes, <laughs> please go do <laughs> something. Call, call your homies. <laughs> Get out the house. Yeah. Get out my face. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I definitely, I definitely get, uh, get what you where you coming from. Whatever. Um, mine's you know he'll get up and be like, um, all right, so and so just Facetime me. We finna get on the game. Okay. Go and get on. The game. I'm finna be in my room doing whatever I want to do. Watch whatever show I want to watch. Cause he gets mad because he's like, you always want to watch these old white people shows. <laughs> Whatever. This is me. This is me. This <laughs> I don't need no interruption. Exactly. Or you know, or he'll go out with some of his friends. He's more, he's more of an extrovert than I am. Like mm-hmm. me and him have a lot of introverted ways, mm-hmm. but he's more his extroverted side is louder than mine. You know, so he was have his moments where he'd go out or whatever. Or his go athlete. His, that's his best thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then on a, on a, and then, you know, with, um, with playing on the weekends, stuff like that, like that's his getaway stuff too, you know? But for me, I'm good, like having my me time at home. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to necessarily like go out and have my me time. Like my me time is me sitting up in my room and reading a book. You know what I'm saying? Or watching a show that I like to watch or playing my little Sims game. <laughs> you know, like that's my yeah. little... <laughs> not getting on Sims right now, yeah. but another day, another day. <laughs> but like that's my little me time, whatever. But he's he's more affectionate than I am. Mm-hmm. So I some, some I do have to be mindful of that because me, us sitting on this couch together watching TV is like cool with me yeah but he's like well why are you on that end of the couch that's me <laughs> he's like why are y'all way over there and i'm and i'm good like i, I don't even think anything of yeah. it i'm just like huh like okay so i have to be mindful of how how he how his love language works you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i'm like okay let me make sure that i'm like sitting right next to him or at least like touching him or something like that when we like watching tv because for me and me just being me for all these years i just be like oh, okay we watch tv together that's good enough yeah. i was like we're, we're in the same room right like, we're this... spending time together yeah like... but he's like you on one side of the couch i'm on the other side what is that about that's 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 how my husband is. Like he has to be touching me, mm-hmm. something like, let me rub your back, yeah. let me, you know, rub your feet, yeah. and you you want me to rub your feet, baby? I'm like, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, like, it's like I did not know this, but I think most men have a strong love language of physical touch, mm-hmm. and I think it's even more so than a lot of women. Um. And I don't, I don't know if it's because women have been always allowed to be affectionate mm-hmm. and men not. So maybe that's like a suppressed part of them that when they do finally get a woman, it's like they can release this physical part of them, mm-hmm. uh, this physical, emotional part of them. But a lot of men, I've learned that their love language is physical touch. And you know what's, what's crazy about that? Like, I'm not, I'm not an extreme cuddler, but... He has to be in the bed. If 
for me to sleep. Mm. So do you think it's, do you think that it's, do you think it has more to do with um, habit? I don't know. Like, it's hard to, I've, I've never been like a cuddler. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I get, I get what you're saying, but it's like, do you think that, over time, you have gotten so accustomed Used to just him being there when you go to sleep to when you're trying to go to sleep, especially by being routine. Mm-hmm. If you're not there, it's not routine. Like, my body's not resting. Yeah. I need you here I for me feel, I got to feel you in the bed. Yeah, in like order I need for me you here for to me sleep. to rest. Yeah, when I had COVID, I was, so, I was struggling so bad. He was, he was sleeping in Kingston's room, and I couldn't sleep. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, can you please come get in the bed if I can sleep? He was like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I have to have you in the bed in order for me to sleep. I know it sounds weird, but it's like I need your energy in the bed in order for me to feel comfort and sleep. That's what she said. Um, I'm I'm so used to sleeping by myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it hasn't really hit me yet. Mm Mm-hmm. But I recently started back going to work, right? So when I'm at the hotel, like, my first work trip was last weekend. Mm -hmm. So I got to my hotel. I was happy because my hotel had Hallmark Channel, and I can watch Murder, (laughs) She Rose before bed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can go to sleep like I normally do at home. And my boyfriend calls me, and he's like, I think he was going through like a withdrawal of me not not being, being yeah you know it's getting late too, mm-hmm. and then like um, and we briefly talked and then I'm like I have an early pickup whatever so I had to go to bed, and like he ended up calling me in the middle of the night, and like <laughs> FaceTiming me and he was like I can't, like I'm I'm you know and I'm like. It made me feel you know I'm like oh okay yeah, you know what I'm saying at the beginning stage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but it's but it's more so that we're used to going like you know going to bed together. going to bed together, mm-hmm. you know. And now that I'm back flying, it's like now I got to used to get used to the nights that you're not here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Well, now's on the other foot because he's at a tournament out of town, so he he won't be at home tonight. So now it's gonna be the other foot, and let's see, be. let's see if I'm gonna be like him, like. Just FaceTime me to go sleep. <laughs> yep, it be, and and it, it it really be like that. Like he once you get used to sleeping with someone, mm. it's like when they're when they're not there, it's like it messes up that that flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like your body knows, even if your mind is not thinking it. It's like mm-hmm. your body still knows. You know what I'm saying? Something is off. I know when he gets up. Cause usually he he gets up before me, mm-hmm. so when he gets out the bed, I know when yeah. he's up yeah. and mm-hmm. moving around. Cause mm-hmm. then it disturbs my sleep. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Same I still thing. be trying to get them last little few minutes, but I be like, oh. Same thing. Up. That mean I need to get up. Yeah. Same thing. But other time I be like, I'm gonna sit my sleep. <laughs> Oh, y'all finna go play the game? Cool. You, you <laughs> occupy. <Yeah. laughs> roll over and go, go back to sleep for another hour. But it's just like, even with with all that being said, not being clingy and all of that, it, it's still like, I still allow him to have space mm-hmm. to be who, him. He, 
who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, go call your friends, go hang out, you know, because I don't want I don't want everything to be centered around me because us being married, us having kids, you know what I'm saying? You lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really do. And it's I can I can I can definitely agree with all that. I think um even with us, um like even when he go out, I'm like, all right, half the time I be sleep when he get back home. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm and I'm not the type that just be consistently texting and calling yeah. when he's out either. You know what I'm saying? Um, depending on how long he's out would we'll de- we'll determine you know how many times I would text just as checkup. Mm-hmm. That's strictly it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, at the end of the day, you sell black men out here in America. So right, I just be especially before I go to bed. Hey, let me just check on you. You know, um, or give me a ballpark around what time to expect you type of thing. You mm-hmm. know, but I don't be like just be constantly calling. What you constantly. Doing? What you doing? Yeah, like I let when he goes out, I let him. Have his moments with his friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, because who plus let the even, boys be boys? Yeah, because like <laughs> even if I'm out with my girls, I I'm not gonna want you keep hitting me up every so many minutes. Like what you doing? Like I'm trying to like actually have fun with my girls. Right, I'm hanging. I'm chilling. Yeah, I don't want you. To, so I try to give him the same courtesy, but I don't even think like let me keep you know. But I do ask for you know an open line of communication. That's all I ask when you're out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if I do text, text me back. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I let, feel like in a timely manner. <laughs> yeah, respond. Don't just see me hanging. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Now, if you do that, then, okay, now I'm finna act a fool. But outside of that, like, no, be you. Go have it. Go, you know, go be with your friends. And, you know, half the time he just will, like, have a few of his friends come over to the house, you know, like, mm-hmm. and be at the house kicking in or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't like it when people try to take away your individualism. Mm-hmm. That's who make you you, and clearly it's who you fell in love with. Yeah, right. that's why we're together. It, absolutely. So why are you taking that from me now that we're together? Or the thought of being so controlling to the point to where you can't have any friends, like. <laughs> What you gonna do? Walk around with your head down everywhere? Yeah, like you, you can't have a social life. So having a social life, number one, is very important. Very important. Not even if you're not in a relationship, just mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. You know, we're introverts, but we have those social moments mm-hmm. to where we have to go do something. Yeah. We may have to recharge yeah. after dealing with yeah. motherfuckers. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but we but we gonna get out and and yeah. be be social mm-hmm. like even for a few hours. Cool. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not the type. I don't have to go out every weekend. Exactly, exactly. Once every couple mm-hmm. months. Yeah, or I'm good. Month, I'm good. Like, cause every now and then you get that you get that um like that little. Thing in you, you're like, oh, I gotta go do something. I gotta go have, I, I gotta go do hood rat yeah. shit with my yeah. friends. With my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh, I got to have a wretched night. Yes, I have to. Yes. And I think 2020 has kicked our ass so much that this year we're like, no, I'm doing hood rat shit with my friends this year. Yes. In a relationship and all. I need at least that one day this summer. I don't care yeah. if I don't do it again this summer. It's just going to be one day this summer where I just really want to do, <laughs> do hood, hood things. Rat. Yeah, I have to do hood rat shit. I want to do friends. hood things with classy people. I got to I got to get a good A in. You, I do. Bruh, last time I ate. <laughs> if I would have known it was going to be the last time. Listen. Listen. I would have A a little harder. A hella harder. If we knew we were going to be shut down for a whole year. Yeah. We couldn't go outside. Yeah. I would have went I would have went a little harder. All them brunches I canceled. I wouldn't have did it. I wouldn't have did right. it. I would have went. <laughs> Like, I'm going to everything. Yeah, I'm like... Don't count me up. I'm going to you everything. You call me for it, I'm going. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, even when, um, even with my homie, Chris, mm-hmm. we, even when he had the little um, uh, St. Patrick's Day party or whatever, it wasn't even, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just because we couldn't do nothing last year. Yeah. So, like, man, I'm going to come. Like, he was like, you don't fly? Yes. Like save me, save me a green beer. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming to get ratchet. Yes. Okay, I, you know, I need this. I'm bringing my boyfriend, but yes. I'm coming. So it's like, yeah, it's like now this year, it's like all the things that we said no to in 2019, and we couldn't do them in 2020. We we're we doing did. it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely hot girl summer this hot year. Girl summer. You see the meme? It's like I'm still gonna be a hot girl summer, but my boyfriend gonna pick me up afterwards. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a hot. It's gonna be a hot girl summer, but he he come to get me. He come, come to get me. me a little early, so I can't stay as long. Y'all gonna get about three hours out of me, and then he's coming to pick me up. You know, I just want to do some bottomless mimosas. Yeah, <laughs> bottomless mimosas. I want to do the girlfriend picnic. Did you see the post I made yesterday with the girlfriend picnic? Like, I think it would be like yes, super. Dope. I want to do that. Yeah. I want yes, yeah. yes. We need that. We need, and we really need to do that before uh, it gets too hot. Yeah, because it's starting to peak. Yeah, it is. It's starting to get definitely, hot. definitely. Like, like to like wear like the Clyde, Clyde Warren Park yeah, or something. I was thinking of yes, yes. yes. <laughs> definitely need to do that. <laughs> listen, listen, yes. Let's try to like. Let's aim to try to do that like next month. Definitely. Because after May, it's going to be hot in the month. Okay. It is definitely going to be hot in in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So we definitely. We had a hard winter. We're going to have a hella hard summer. I already see it. Hopefully, the AC won't be shutting off. I hope not. They said the grid was, they done fixed it. So we're going we gonna to see. Well, it just seemed like Bid Abbott is more interested in Georgia suppressing laws than. Um, <laughs> Then he is about this electricity over here, I so I'm, I ain't putting all my I ain't putting all my marbles in one in one bowl with him, cause I don't trust him. I know Hot Wheels. He's been trying to kill us. He's been trying to kill us for like the last couple of years. Yeah. Or so mm. like yeah, yeah. He, he really wants us off this off this planet. What was the um? What was the wheelchair dude name? Was it Terry? No, Greg Abbott. No, remember the oh the firecracker. <laughs> It's Terry, right? That's my name for him. Put it in reverse. Put it in reverse. 
my name for Greg Abbott. Wow. Because I was like, today's calling him Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels Abbott. <laughs> Did you see the, the playlist? Someone made a whole playlist. Yes. I saw that. That was like right after the winter thing Shout happened. Shout out to Damien Davis because that's my dog and he is funny as hell. He made that playlist and it went viral and the shit was fucking I saw hilarious. That. I saw that. It was hilarious. Like, where, would, where would we be without black people on social media? We don't take shit serious. We, we can't. We don't know. I know it's a... Coping mechanism for us, but we don't take shit. Serious. We don't take shit serious. Did you see the the trend where the they were taking viral moments and putting it in black and white and was like, "This is my grandmother." Somebody said, "This is this is my grandmother when uh when Ty, when when Titanic hit the iceberg and it was the Wendy Williams one and she's doing the wig is shifted." <laughs> The one with, uh, with, what's her name? Uh, New York from Flavor of Love. Uh-huh. And she's walking out the club cussing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is my grandmother uh, leaving the Rosa Parks. <laughs> leaving the Rosa Parks. Uh, what do you call Boycott? No. Yes, leaving the Rosa Parks boycott. <laughs> I saw one when it was Nene. And what was the other chick named? Kim? Uh-huh. And then he was like going off on her, yeah. and it was like, "This is this is my grandma when she, when a white woman asked her to to give up give to give a seat up." <laughs> Yo, we can't take shit serious, bro. Like nothing um, at all. Like we have like, no chill. We, no, it's like. And and it, and we're such trendsetters mm-hmm. that it's ridiculous. Like that's why I be trying to understand why so many people. Especially black people are trying to like be so consumed with like yeah, foreigners and stuff. Cause I, I saw one with Kim Kardashian in. It was yes. like in the swimming pool, and it was like, yes. it was like Get the fuck out of here. It's like because we're trendsetters, and so other people are starting to try to jump in, yeah. you know, on a bandwagon and like put their perspective. And, and then stuff they had Snooki on there from um, Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. and it was like, "This is my, uh, this is my grandmother leaving an Italian uh, protest." Like, what? Get the fuck out of here! I saw the Kim thing. It was saying, um, this was my grandmother um, waiting on the rescue boat from the Titanic. (laughs) 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 Like, what? Like, we can't have shit. Mm -mm. We can't have shit. Did you see the Jimmy Fallon thing? I didn't. So, Jimmy Fallon posted the, um, no, Jimmy Fallon invited the white chick, Mm -hmm. the white girl that went viral on the up the Cardi B up song. Um I did see that bullshit. <sighs> and did you see the side by side? I did. Mm-hmm. And and she was just so dry. So still. No rhythm. No And the girl <laughs> Right. And that's who y'all decided to pick. And then the guy that um who's a rapper that um the Mooskies. The Mooskies? For Renegade. Oh, um, K-Cap. K-Cap. He said that he had to, like, really, like, search for the girl that created the Renegade song. Mm-hmm. But he was determined to find a girl who did it first, mm-hmm. you know, which was a black girl. Because you know with how TikTok goes and all the non-black people are always the one that they, you see first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, nah, I made sure that I found... 
the one that started the dance, mm-hmm. you know, to put her on or whatever. That's what I'm saying. That's what a lot of celebrities need to make sure they're doing. But even though Jimmy Fallon was just trying to show it on his stage, but your your research department who decided to bring them should have. He know he know damn mm-hmm. well. You been running off black people. You got the roots band. First of all, the 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 person who even choreographed, who even <laughs> did the choreo, bankhead, okay, like how how did you even how did they even come about? Like you could even you could have reached out to the originator, yeah, if you just wanted the choreography for yeah. the for the dance. If that was the case, you could have just reached out to the original choreographer. I'm pretty sure he would have hooked you up with. The dancers, the original dancers. But no, you had to go get stiff back. The whiteys of the white. Who? <laughs> and then what made it even worse was the fact that she couldn't even really dance. Right. And if you would have found one of them white girls, them rare white girls who actually can really, really dance. But you wouldn't have found the one that can't. Even the... Have you heard the TikTok where uh, Bankhead is giving the instructions on how to do the dance? Yes. And it's a up and, and it's a lean up, and it pat pat pat. You couldn't even <laughs> like how you, how did you not even get how did you he was you can't even get that <laughs> like how yeah when people reenact that one I, mean, I love it <laughs> I'm here for it. Like it's everything. <laughs> like that would be and it's up and it's lean. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh man, that'd be so and funny. Baka, baka, baka. <laughs> like, like your body don't automatically just move to that. Like, how how does it not? Like, I don't understand it. That one is so funny. I love those. I, I just saw one girl do it. Did you see the one that, I think she had like on a blue jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. And, and she was doing it in front of her mama's kitchen. Her mama was in the background. Uh-huh. Did you see that one? Because she, that was like the best one it I've was. seen. It was. Because she did that, but that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and her mama just stood like amazed. Like, she really sound like she's really the one that just, did this. <laughs> yeah, doing the step. And she was, every, every, every. She had, she had it down. Down every as every if it point. was her. Mm-hmm. She had that much down. I was like, I see <laughs> black girl magic, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Like, give, give, just give us our props. Mm-hmm. Just give us our credit when it's due. That's all we asking. All we ask because we we set these trends mm-hmm. and it's just we do. And for so long, we've always, you know. We've always had others to come on us and take our credit. We saw that with, uh, like, the movie um, Dream Girls. Mm-hmm. You know, when they came. We saw that with um, Five Heartbeats. Do, 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 do. Like, <laughs> like when Kim Kardashian Pat posted that opal grill. Oh, oh we, we going there? Okay. <laughs> all right. First of all. Let's go there. First of all, and it was like, oh, this ain't never been done. First, baby, so so you just not gonna okay acknowledge Erica? Oh, f- first of all, you've been trying to tell me 
an Armenian descendant that that's from California is the first to do something with a grill. <laughs> Have y'all not been to Texas? Right. We invented that. Do y'all not know who Paul Wall is? I don't think that when there's they, anything they, that Paul Wall hasn't done yet. Right. When grills. they posted that, I was like, no, baby. Erica <laughs> and Smino. And Smino. Yes. yes. Like, how could you? Like, Smino had the cleanest one. Yeah, I, I seen Smino's one. Yeah. I love Erica. Yeah. Hers was dope yeah. as hell, too. But Smino's Smino, shit was yeah, fire. Smino's nice. Smino's is nice. Was I saw his. fire as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. Smino, I love his, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But just, just the, the culture vulture shit that we be talking about. Yeah, like that's the thing. And then some people are trying to say, oh, it wasn't Kim that said it. It was everybody else that said it. But as a person with a platform, I know you were seeing what other people were seeing. Mm-hmm. Why not piggyback on it and say, no, I'm not the first. Right. And keep it moving. And keep it moving. moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Speak I was up inspired. Because you was and inspired. You, you, you was know ins- you was inspired by a nigga. <laughs> you know you was inspired that's by a what, nigga. That's what killed me. Like, just, just say that you were inspired. You were influenced by the culture. Just admit it. I ain't forgave them for this damn boxer braids. Okay? Oh. So, <laughs> I still ain't forgave them for that. No, never. Never. Still have not forgave them for that one, Mm-mm. because those bitches was called cornrows for all for all and that in the damn uh, slow and reverb bitch. <laughs> you too much chopping screw. They was calling it slow and re- slow and reverb. I saw that. That's when like TikTok first was popping too, and people were trying to say that it was like, are you? You ain't never been to Texas. How could you not acknowledge Screw? Like, do y'all not know who DJ Screw is? The whole reason why we call it Chopping Screw is because of DJ Screw invented right. that. Like, don't disrespect Texas. Like, every that. time I stop, do you know it was DJ? It was really DJs out there that were reposting yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Talking about, and every time I saw it, no baby, chopped and screwed, slowed and throwed. Cause it, this one person, I think the person that invented that that singing, mm-hmm. and somebody called. It was a white chick, I want to say. And, it was. And somebody called them out, like dragged them, and so they ended up coming back with a video. And was like, okay, I did my research, and bitch, you supposed to been and did your research, home. right? Like that's from the nineties, right? What are y'all talking it's about? Not even, and. and we, Chanel, in high school, we had whole um, Chop and Screw mixtapes from, not even mixtapes, we had, yeah, yeah, or you can say mixtapes, but we had whole Chop and Screw um, R&B albums yeah. that we... OG Shots, OG Ron C. <laughs> them, them, uh, F, I, the, yeah, F, fuck F, action. F action albums. Yeah. <laughs> like, we did. Come on now, we been on this, what are y'all doing? Even Drake acknowledged Screw. Thank you. So how could you not know? He did that on his first mixtape. Yep. How could you not know? He did it on his first. He gave recognition all the way back then. So it's like, whew, you got my blood pressure. They, it, it, it'd be like, they reach and get shit that they think we forgot about. No, we ain't forgot shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Mm-mm>. No. <laughs> At all. 
this because we ain't talking about it. We forgot. Bitch, we we did it. We did it we already. We ain't talking about it because we we did that shit thirty years ago. <laughs> we did it already. We did. So we gonna, but we well, what we gonna do? Is that you gonna bring it back up? Right. Wish I had how how you really do it. We're going to give you the originator. Right. We're not going to let you come and just... Because y'all have done that for t- way too, too long. long. Little Richard had to create his high-pitched voice because every time he came with a song, y'all redid <clears throat> his song without giving him any credit for mm-hmm. it, any money behind it, anything. We're tired of y'all keep taking our shit and, giving, and taking the credit for it. Right. You still ain't forgetting the school for calling it Thomas Edison when I was a hippie. He ain't even been the, just the light bulb. That motherfucker ain't even been shit. I remember we went to go see that. You said, I went to Thomas Edison school. Right. <laughs> like, bitch. Thomas Edison ain't do shit but beef with Tesla. <laughs> he ain't do shit. He didn't do anything but take credit. That's all he mm-hmm. did was take credit. That's why I tell people like, I was I, I was so aggravated about the Thomas Edison thing. The Aretha, have you seen the? Have you watched the Aretha? I have not. I I couldn't watch it because it starts off talking about Thomas Edison. So I turned the shit off. That's how aggravated <laughs> I be about Thomas Edison. Cause I'm like I I don't give a fuck no damn Thomas. I don't want to watch nothing about no damn Thomas Edison. Like let me just forward a couple episodes, but but I'm not watching the beginning about no about his story. I don't want to. I don't care about his story. It's a lie. He's a fraud. (laughs) His whole life was a lie. Everything about him is a fucking lie. Because how you gonna have somebody who didn't invent it? To create the blueprint for it, right? Bitch, what? They, but 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 they've they've been doing that mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Do you know the person who created the gift is a black woman? Mm. The, those lovely gifts, which which I already knew. I'm had not to, surprised. I, right, I, I already knew it had to be mm-hmm. us because because of the 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 creativity, the, the our thought process, yes. and how we express ourselves yes. in in the funny manner that yes. we, you know that we have the, mm-hmm. the sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Of course, we admitted. Of course, it. we did. Of course, we did. Because we have to let you know exactly our facial expression at that moment. Mm-hmm. That's why. Who else do that? Right. Who, who else have the same? Who else have the the over dramatic <laughs> facial expression that black people got? Nobody. Unless you copying a black person, right? But naturally, we gonna be like. So our, our personalities are are very strong. Very so strong. It very is overwhelming. A, yeah. Can be sometimes, but they're very powerful. Like it didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I'll tell you one one other thing that I was just really, 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 really annoyed by. When it comes to the culture, culture vulture, what's that type of thing? Was the um, Bantu knots? Who was that? Was it Mark Jacobs? I think it was Mark Jacobs. But I'm seeing it on TikTok as a trend. Oh, it's back. Yeah. It's a trend where they're doing these Bantu knots. Oh, how to curl your hair without. Oh, the heat. The heatless curls. Oh, see, let me tell you. Because, see, I remember when a few years ago, I think it was Mark Jacobs, did a fashion show. Mm-hmm. 
Doing and, twist outs and everything. Yeah, and it, it was like Bantu nuts, but he was calling it something else. And and Black America had to call his ass out on it. Like, no, that come from my ancestors. I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> right. we've been doing this. Been. Bantu. Bantu. First of all, Bantu is a tribe, bitch. <laughs> That's an African tribe. Like, how you just going to take Be- something... I'm calling it heatless curls. No, bitch. no that's been too it's nuts. been too nice. That's, that's what I do when I do my twist out. Thank home. you. <laughs> we keep that up for a few days and take it and then take it down and we got the we our hair is stretched out. Right. And it's a curl pattern. And I just girl, and I, it it annoyed me so bad. I mm-hmm. I be I'm a I'm a troll. <laughs> I am. Um, I am a certified troll when it comes to stuff like that. Like, yeah. I have to comment. Mm. I have to. With your line, hope. Yeah. I, I have to. Like, I, I have to, when, it, when I see stuff like that, I, I have to leave my comment. I just have to leave my I mark. Haven't, I haven't seen, well, my boyfriend be on TikTok a lot, but I'm, I haven't converted. To TikTok, I have it on my phone, but I haven't converted to where I'm just like watching mm-hmm. like that. Only if I see something like on Twitter <coughs> or Instagram, a challenge, then mm-hmm. I'll like go search the challenge and, and look at it. But so I haven't seen the heatless curl. But I know what you're talking about because I've because I've seen black people talking about the heatless curls. Mm-hmm. But you know, we we, we also even, call it Bantu knots, flexi rods, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like girl. We've been using flexi rods forever, forever, forever. Because we don't put a lot. Of, we can't put a lot of like heat, heat on, on our, our hair. hair. That's why we do it. Yeah, I remember it too. Like I remember, um, like ten years ago, um, um, finding out or black people telling me like, "Hey, buy shampoo and conditioner that's sulfate free." Mm-hmm. You know, like ten years ago, whatever. And then, and then I remember like a few a few years ago, I think, mm-hmm. seeing um, now seeing like L'Oreal and all the other our uh, Pantene come out, even with you know white girl products, and it's like, oh, it's sulfate free, blah blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, we've been talking about this shit, right? We've been natural. <laughs> they got, oh, we got organ oil, and then we yes. got you know this oil, and we're like. Why you got extra oil? You got hair oily. What? (laughs) (laughs) It be stuff like that. I be like, if y'all got oily hair, why y'all got products to put oil in y'all hair? Right. What are y'all doing? (laughs) Make it make it make sense, sis. But that's because we can't have nothing. Mm. We can't have shit. No, no, y'all gotta like, you know, stick your foot in it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Put your hand in it, and like the. And I think the difference between like black culture and white culture is that black people would have really been fine if y'all just didn't put your hand into our shit to create things for us to do and can't do. Mm-hmm. If y'all just let us be as a society, integration probably would never happened. Right. On a, on a larger scale, but but because. But because the stuff that we had, y'all made sure that it was more of a disadvantaged side. Mm-hmm. Or the stuff that we would have, if it was bigger than y'all, y'all made sure y'all ruined it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all really, throughout history, just let black people be, 
I think white people probably be better off than they are now. And the the whole the the whole debate about our natural hair being unprofessional and yeah. making it a thing to you know put, we have to now get laws passed so we yeah, can wear our natural our, hair. Our own hair. The way that God the, the, the way, hair that grows out of your scalp. Yeah. Unprofessional. Yeah. Like really? Mm-hmm. Making laws, holding conferences and mm-hmm. classes and seminars about our hair. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like now we have to get laws passed just to wear our own hair because for so long, you know, society have been has frowned upon the way that we are naturally are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can say all this stuff about black people hair being unnatural. Even though I was born in the 80s, I didn't grow up in the 80s, I was born. But from when I've seen the 80s, y'all was doing a lot of stuff to make your hair look like ours. Yeah. A lot. Y'all wanted your hair to be thicker, fuller, to be able to stand up. Mm-hmm. Y'all was putting a perm on it. All this kind of stuff. And the difference between white people doing that and black people doing relaxers because we were denied things if we didn't conform. Right. You guys were never denied. You know, y'all just did it because y'all wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for you to really just say that the way that we are naturally are, it can't be professional. You didn't say not tamed. You didn't say not organized or you look presentable. You're saying the way that we naturally are is unprofessional. Is unprofessional. Yet y'all are so intrigued about the way our hair turns curly. Yep. I get that asked all the time when I'm at work. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! So when it's curly like that, like what do you guys? What do you do to get? Did y'all wash my hair? I just wash it and it just curls up. And it and it's curly. If I want to stretch it out, I'll put heat on it. It's not. It's, it's not rocket science, <laughs> right? It just it just amazes me how the times we're living in. Yeah, and it's just like we're still battling. Yeah, it's twenty twenty one. Our image. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like big butts really just became a thing within like the last ten years. Because white people figure out how to do it. Yeah. The whole time when black people were curvy and all this, whatever, y'all was, they, I remember my aunt telling me stories to where, you know, she had to make sure like her clothes didn't fit a certain way Mm -hmm. because too much of her curviness would show, you know, in the professional world. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. The only reason y'all cool with it now is because white girls now are deciding they want asses. And now it's like, oh, it's so exotic. If exotic mean African, then yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. I I remember as a as a girl, as a as a younger girl, my brother was uh, we were out of town at a, um, I believe it was like the Junior Olympics mm-hmm. or whatever for track. Mm-hmm. And we were at this um, hotel and I was in my swimsuit. I'm swimming and, and a white lady walks up to me and she's like, are you a gymnast? 
And I was like, no, I'm not. She's like, well, you have a gymnast body. And I was Were like, you a child? Yeah, I was a child. I always been curvy yeah, as, but as a kid. But why you even why you even acknowledging a, a, a young girl's body? Anyway? Right, and it was so weird. And I told my mom, I was like, my mom cussed that bitch out. <laughs> but I, I just walked up to me and was like, "Are you a gymnast?" Because my body and mom was like, "What?" <laughs> I don't. I really don't understand. I really don't. It is. Is Mind it, blowing. Is it envious? Definitely, because I, I, I get being in the makeup community. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of. Are your lips real? Oh, yeah, I know that shit. I know that conversation. What the fuck? Who did your lips? Uh, yeah. God. Yeah, I know that one. Mm. My parents. Mm-hmm. Bitch, ask DNA. She, I don't know. Right. No, nobody did my. I don't go get nothing. I don't my, get nothing added. It injected in my face at all. <laughs> like, are you serious? And I get that a lot. Yeah, a whole lot. I remember my mom telling me when I was younger, though. She was like, "People are going to be envious because of your full lips." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Love your lips. Don't ever." think they were another size than what they are always love your lips she was like because baby people actually pay to have full lips i i hated my lips so much growing up because yeah my mom like, told me that when uh, i was a kid like kid. i just feel like my lips were just like over just took oh, over my yeah. face mm-hmm. and it's funny now growing up and people want, wanted them want lips mm-hmm. like and i'm like well y'all asses is crazy mm-hmm. because but it's one of those things, though, really, Chanel, like, if you really think about the psyche behind it, is I'm going to hate, <clears throat> I'm going to make you hate what you have because I want what you have. Mm-hmm. That's, like, always been the game, right? Right. So, they've always been intrigued by the, I want you to say the, the black woman, the black person's physical features. features. Mm-hmm. Always been intrigued by it. So, until they've been able to figured it out and actually do it they've made historically made us not like it yeah or made us feel like it was ugly yeah full lips why are your lips so big Mm -hmm. now everybody wants full lips but but even back then they undercoverly wanted full lips i I, love the way my fucking lipstick hit my lips (laughs) for real i'd be like oh yeah i can really look the Hey, that red <laughs> red lip with the white teeth is an undefeated combo. Und- like oh my. when your lips full, when your that lips ruby, full, that ruby that ruby that ruby roof. Listen, it listen, hit, it hit different. Listen, um, listen, I am notorious for red lipstick. Okay, I I love a good red. Yeah, I love a good red, big lips and all. Yeah, the bigger the better. In my opinion, and I tell my girls because my girls have my lips, and yes. I tell them, y'all, your 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 girls were born. <laughs> Literally, I remember when Gigi was born. Yeah, she came out with them lips with the lips, mm-hmm. and they both got them. And I just be 
Gigi is, I can tell she, she's going into like the self-conscious mm-hmm. thing about her lips when she mm-hmm. takes pictures, want to do like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. don't do that. Your lips are beautiful. Represent them. Yes. I said, because I'm telling you, people go through hell and high water for to them, get to, them to get them. Love them, baby. Love them. That's the best thing. That's, those are like the best conversations we can have with our daughters. hmm it's to make sure they're never self-conscious yeah. about their God-given features. You know, mm-hmm. um, my mom wasn't perfect. None of our mothers were mm-hmm. because, hell, they were our ages raising us. And, I look, and I'm like, I ain't got my shit together. So, woo, yeah. pr- praise my mother for what she did because I ain't got my shit together in my age. And she was my age with two kids. You know what I'm saying? But, But I still think, like, one thing I really, really do praise her on is giving me self-confidence mm-hmm. at a very young age. And her motto always was, I want to teach you to love yourself before somebody could teach you to hate it. Yeah. That was always my mom's mm-hmm. motto. And I so appreciate her for that because it kept me from a lot of self-imagery doubts mm-hmm. about myself, you know. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you... Instilling that in, in the girls is like the best thing you can ever do for them. Yeah, let them know that the way they are, people, baby. I'm. You may not know it now, but when you get a few more years older, you are gonna realize people gonna want to pay for those. Yeah, people. People might take a picture of you or see you on the internet and be like. Take it to their doctor and say, "I want my <laughs> just like this." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I, I, I'm. Being that I have girls and they're coming into Age. their their yeah. selves mm-hmm. and their little personalities and mm-hmm. who discovering who they are mm-hmm. as a person, I make sure that I tell them from your from your hair to your to your toenail, yes. baby, love yes. yourself. Yes, yes, love yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. My mom always told me the reason why she was like that was because she was one of the darker ones Mm -hmm. in the family and so she always really had like self image and issues Mm -hmm. growing up Um, my other aunt is darker than my mom but my other aunt had a different mentality she you know she didn't give what you said her you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. my mom was a little bit more sensitive about other people's opinions so with that being said, she was like, she never wanted me to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'm the only dark skin out of my cousins. You know? Not that I'm just, like, really dark, but all my cousins are like, you see, mm-hmm. you see my family. They're mostly, like, your color. You know? So my mom was always like, I, she didn't want me to feel different, different. Or feel like I'm not as worthy or ugly or, or whatever based on complexions. So, mm-hmm. that's the best thing you can do for them because you know they get older and they start experiencing stories or sharing stories with their other friends and they're gonna be like oh well my mom always told me this this and this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying she, she's going to be repetitive of that and we're we're living in a, we're living in times to where now you can go buy your your ideal face and, yeah and to, it, it's really scary yeah you know what i'm saying because that level hate now I'm not knocking anybody that who has altered themselves yeah who who has altered itself if, if that what makes you happy mm-hmm. then by all means mm-hmm. do make you happy. do you know but it's just the 
there's a background yeah. story. It normally is. To to that, especially Decision. with black women doing anything to their face. Mm-hmm. It's like you we have the, we have features that people are paying for. Yeah. So why are we still enhancing it? Why are we going out our way to Yeah. To yeah. you know because you say you see pictures of like let's say Kim for example, mm-hmm. you know, so you see Kim from um, the nineties. I know you see being on the radio. True, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Compared to the Kim now, and you're Kim like, was so beautiful. Kim was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, Kim was gorgeous. You know, I still remember that video like it was yesterday, and she mm-hmm. the different color wigs on and stuff. Just, I always, the, just her style, her style, she, the rawness of her. Her and Foxy to me were like two of the dopest women yes because they were so raw themselves they said so many damn trends they did and they were and then i love their energy mm-hmm. to me nobody had energy unmatched. like them unmatched you see them on stage they don't stop moving no you know what i'm saying and no matter who on the stage with them they could they can match energies you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like freaking First of all, these are New York women. Right. So you think about the competition with men, especially yeah. in the 90s, yeah. in New York. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you got these women who go, who have been on stage with the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Foxy is on the track with Jay when she's just 16. You know what I'm saying? You got Kim doing music with Biggie. You know what I'm saying? On stage with Biggie and stuff. And it's like... These women held their own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they were gorgeous. They had great energy about themselves. They had popping ass personalities. You know, and then but there's a backstory for people who like who are like him. Yeah. In the decision of altering your your appearance. I feel like it's <clears throat> the industry. I feel like it's the industry and I feel like with Kim it was more biggie than anything else mm-hmm. and I don't know I'm not necessarily saying that that Biggie intentionally did things to Kim for Kim to feel self-conscious but we all know Kim's story with Biggie right and we know she Kim, was trying to compare herself to Faith exactly that's all it really was yeah because I as much as she loved Biggie Biggie still chose another woman mm-hmm. so it was like well what does she got that I don't have yeah is it the looks Maybe if I start altering myself to look more like that, then I can be more competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always a self-conscious thing. And normally it has something to do with the man. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Like, I'm, I've am i been watching that one girl, Sukiana, mm-hmm. or whatever. And, I, and I, a lot of times I feel like social media put ideas in our head that we have to look a certain way. Yeah, like for be, sure. Be, you know, mm-hmm. look have a certain image in order to be successful mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying for people to notice you mm-hmm. yeah because men are visual mm-hmm. visual people visual mm-hmm. people women we can we can see someone and be like oh she's dope she's yeah. pretty i like her vibe i like her energy mm-hmm. i like we person. see beyond we will see beyond appearances mm-hmm. women because women we're more in tune with our mental and emotional side mm-hmm so we'll see beyond that. Men, they're more in tune with their physical. So it's all about what I see first right. versus anything else. So I could see Kim mm-hmm. being her natural self, 
She didn't have no big boobs. She didn't mm-hmm. have no big ass. She mm-hmm. didn't have. She wasn't light skin. Mm-hmm. She didn't, ha- you know, the hair and you know. Mm-hmm. Even though her creativity, just switching her style up, to me that was that dope. was dope. That was amazing. That was, you know, we ain't never seen anything like it. We ain't it. never seen nothing like it. Cause we come from an era of. Before that was the MC lights, the Queen Latifahs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So when Qu- so when Kim came came about, she was way different than all of them women. And just introducing us to luxury. Yeah, I, I always say and the furs. Yeah, I, the- I always say look, Kim was like she was the Ross before the Ross. Yeah, she was like the female yeah. Ross. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. when she rapped, she rapped about that luxury, the luxury and, life, and just mm-hmm. Cavalli and Listen, you know just, just she. Yeah, she she was talking about the foreign shit that we that we really wasn't. She she it's it's not that we really didn't know about it or people didn't really know about it because like again she's from New York, mm-hmm. so that was a whole different era in itself. People from the South didn't know anything exactly. about that. We didn't know none about exactly. that in the South because she comes from the era of the real drug dealers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and those men, they all the the top ones had the the furs and the nice cars and all this and this and this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and with that, she just kind of she's like one of she's like the first woman to put that in her music. Yeah, you know, to talk about all that kind of stuff. She inspired a lot of women. She inspired. She needs to get more credit. She does. Because she truly is. I love me some Beyonce. But she truly is the queen bee. She is. Definitely. That. And we need to give her her flowers. We do. And and I don't think that. Honestly, like, I've always really heard Kim really just really say nice things about other women, mm-hmm. too. Always. You know? Now, she ain't fake. So, you don't really fuck with her. She, gonna, she ain't really finna just be talking about you or whatever, right. you know? But I've always, so I never really understood, like, the Barb's beef with um, with Kim. It was, it was more of the fact that people wanted Nikki to be an original instead of really a carbon copy. But, but history is history. <laughs> it is. But when you think about when Nikki first came out, Nikki, Nikki was... She wasn't original for what she was doing at the time, but mm-hmm. when she hit mainstream, mainstream, she switched it. They when she went from being a battle rapper mm-hmm. to uh, a industry mainstream rapper, she did. And they they pretty much took Kim's image mm-hmm. or whatever, and and kind of push that idea on Nicki. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or we're gonna make you the next Kim. Yeah, you're gonna be the next. Look him, the big, big, you yeah. know, you're gonna be big like him. Yeah, this is what Kim did. This is mm-hmm. how she popped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She always kept a look. She always switched yeah. her style up. She yeah. always switched did, her hair up. Switched her hair up. The, mm-hmm. the just, just the everything the was rawness the extra. Everything was extreme. Over sexual. Over the yeah. Sexual. Over sexual. Mm-hmm. Over the everything was always over the top yeah. with Kim. Mm-hmm. And so. When people started seeing that, of course, people that grew up on Kim and Kim fans, we we saw what they were doing. That's what I'm saying. So I understood that perspective. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand perspective of the Barb's 
having an issue with Kim. Because I'm like, do you if you don't know your history, right? You understand that Kim okay, had already like fan did culture, this. fans, fans. They're just real stands. Yeah, they're not really just fans. They're like stands. Stand. It's like a cult. It's yeah, like a, it's yeah. like a cult. Mm-hmm. Because they were even they were attacking Cardi B mm-hmm. earlier today on some. Sh- I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I saw that. What's going on? I saw that. Nikki somewhere grieving, and her fans are out of control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Yeah. What's going on? I saw that. I saw that. Um, but yeah, it's just I know I know everybody have like out of control fans, but I think the barbs are different. <laughs> Cause they're never logical. I don't know any I don't know any other fans of that magnitude. I mean I I know Beyonce got the beehive. I feel like the beehive is kinda But then but Beehive still are kind of logical too. They they gonna sting you, but they still logical too. But Beyonce really don't do anything. Yeah, Beyonce don't. Where you have to, where yeah. you have to, uh, you have to speak for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause Beyonce just do her, and Beyonce not a social media person. I, I just love the way B posts. She just throw a picture up. She don't post no captions. She don't tell us what the fuck is going on, what they doing. She had her babies Listen. at the beach. She don't say, hey, we at Cabo enjoying a family vacation. No Nothing. caption. No you caption. just see, she, she, every now and then she will, she'll throw in a little slideshow. Yeah. But still no caption. You just no see caption. a whole bunch of pictures go. Oh, she had a good Valentine's Day. What, what, what did Jay give you? And like, she take up all ten slides and no fucking caption. It's just like we just we just left. We just we just making up our own scenarios. We, we make up our own stories. Yeah, what, she ain't giving us one. She ain't giving shit, and Listen, I love it. I do too. I, I love, love it. That the one thing that I can appreciate with like Beyonce and like TDE artists mm-hmm. is like they're not they they don't give a damn about the social media world like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're not driven by the social media word. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I can appreciate that because so many people are. And when you go like against the grain like that, I just feel like you're just bigger. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because everybody can't live like that. I don't I don't really follow like a whole lot of celebrities on social media. Just... I got my information from Shay Room. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but as far as following, there yeah. every I really don't. But I follow Beyonce. Oh, I follow Ari and, Lennox. And, 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 and I follow Ari Lennox too. And Beyonce <laughs> follows no way. She follows apps. She don't even follow her husband. Well, he ain't got. He ain't got no. I know. He I'm saying no, not even a fan account. Yeah, no yeah. nothing. No, she like like, mm-mm, mm-mm. like it's zero. It's like uh twenty point something million Beyonce followers and zero followers. And I'm just like, I want to one day just reach that level of not giving a fuck. Not giving a fuck. Yes. I don't have to tell you nothing. Nothing. If I want to give you a picture, I'm gonna just put the picture and, up. And, and, no and, fucking caption. And let it be. No, and I'm and I'm not gonna come back and talk. I, y'all we don't can, even know how old the twins are. Listen, to, hey, here's their birthday. Listen, we had. I'm like, damn, Beyonce, we got more information with Blue than we do this damn twins. <laughs> I be feeling out the loop. Like, she just post a picture on the back of their head. Okay. no caption. No I'm nothing. like, so how how Romeo and Sir doing? No like, nothing. They they good. And I they, love they, it. They walking yet? Like, <laughs> and, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I just enjoy just her popping up on a timeline, and you get that that mm-hmm. ten slide mm-hmm. Instagram post with and, absolutely no and her caption, being quiet. and her just or 
when we all figured out she had a Snapchat. But nobody could figure out what her Snapchat, what Snapchat was. was. Yeah. Cause she would just she'll post like videos on Instagram and stuff, and it's the Snapchat. The Snapchat filters. And we'd be like, oh, so B, you got. It's probably it. probably Blue's account. Blue probably got a Snapchat. Right, but we all like, so you can you give us a hint? <laughs> like, <laughs> for real, you, you ain't gonna let us know nothing, huh? Okay, we just we just gonna keep it moving. Okay, yeah. cool. But yeah, I love I love the privacy of them. I love and admire the privacy of them because. We will make up whole situations, whole stories. There'll be so many rumors out. And they would not do interviews or anything to clear up shit. They'd be like, I'm like, y'all PR person is dope because they don't let y'all talk about it. I, I think me, me and you are like when it comes to social media, like I clown all day on social yeah. media. Mm-hmm. You may get a picture of my kids yeah. sometimes yeah. or yeah. whatever like that. But as far as the, the, the level of privacy yeah. where i'm at what i'm doing yeah. and you know just when you're at a function your mm-hmm. phone is put up you're not, you're enjoying yourself yeah. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you're not taking pictures of plates yeah and yeah every every now and then i'll do that on my on my instagram story but for the most part no especially and and then too it all depends on who i'm around as well yeah. and if i'm if i'm around people from the industry and stuff i never like i I'm not yeah. gonna have my phone up for nothing, right? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I might one day be like, "Damn, I wish I would have got a picture." You know what I'm saying? But it's a privacy thing. It's more about the experience, yeah, rather and, than, ex- and, and 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 living, yeah, in the experience, living, living in the experience, yeah. and enjoying that moment, mm-hmm. enjoying without, that moment, yeah, without bringing outside, yeah, in. like. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. Like, yeah, I me can too. Go somewhere, nobody nobody knows. Yeah, you know yeah. that I'm somewhere and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying myself. I don't yeah. have to expose that mm-hmm. or whatever because people are crazy. People are crazy. People are crazy, and people are crazy. They'll pop up on you. Oh yeah, for sure. Just... I, I I popped up on people before. <laughs> <laughs> Tagging your location, like I I learned that. Oh, that's um, where you at. Oh, okay. Cool. I was I was at the gym one time, and I posted that I was at the gym. This would make me really stop doing that. And then nigga popped up. What? Yeah. Hmm. Somebody you knew? Somebody from I didn't know them personally, but they were a Facebook friend. Oh hell no. Mm-mm. And it was, it was a strange, Mm-mm. the most strangest encounter I've ever. I was so scared. No, I was so. Scared. I ain't never popped up on no shit like that. <laughs> yeah, he did, and it was, it was the boldness. Yeah, it was just, it was just so. It was a scary experience because it was at night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And you talking to me. Yeah. And I'm like, who? I'm so and so. I'm like, where do I know you from? Nigga, who are you? I'm your Facebook friend. We be, I, we, we, mm-hmm. we interact with each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I know you, baby. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know you like that for mm-hmm. you to walk up on me Mm-mm. and talk to me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And. It was it was so just yeah we definitely have to be more cautious cautious and aware like my 
my accounts are all private now again. Mm-hmm. And I've I purposely done that because um I purposely did that because um I just don't want anybody to just be able to watch my stuff. Watch my stuff and um, you know, feel like they can uh enter my life without my permission. Right. <laughs> Not that I post too a lot of things on there, but but even even still. And then like us being women <laughs> and women being as smart as they are, mm-hmm. as we are, we know you can give us a little bit of information, we'll find out a whole lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. like us as women, we even more cautious about like what to put, what to do, what to say mm-hmm. as far as exposure. You know what I'm saying? Because like mission, mission like okay, you know, we've had many conversations about our detective work. Right. PI work. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you give us a little you give us a little, the smallest detail of information and we gonna find out everything. Everything. Look, mama house, daddy house. (laughs) Look, I really should have been like a a FBI, CSI agent. Listen, listen, I really should have been because, girl, I don't want to expose myself too much, but (laughs) I've been able to find out some things, right? You know, with the smallest detail. You know, like, how did you find? Listen. Cause when you look at <laughs> look, and, and and I had a stalker before, and <laughs> they were they were stalking so hard, they were counting my every move, my every like it was so weird. Mm-hmm. This person lived like in Frisco or Plano, somewhere up north. Mm-hmm. But one Saturday, I'm out with my family, my husband, and kids, and they were like, "I saw you at," and told me my exact location, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, how?" So basically, they like Joe off of you. Yeah, they were. They were really weird and that that's what really made me stop on social media Mm -hmm. telling what i'm doing where i'm at and stuff like that because people people Mm -hmm. are weird like that they're crazy and i was like i don't want to be put in a position i have to shoot kill nobody right you know what i'm saying or yeah because like even with me and me flying i might every now and then put the city i'm in Mm -hmm. but you know they tell you in training and stuff They'll never reveal, like, hotel information, mm-hmm. location, none of that stuff. Because people will follow you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen stories of flight attendants talk about somebody following them. They'll go somewhere to get something to eat, come back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And people following them to the hotel, follow them down the hallways and stuff like that. You know, for the most part of us... We normally, when we get to our hotel, we all normally are on the same floor. Mm-hmm. So we all, like, our rooms would be by each other, something like that. So we all walk with each other. If there's a male flight attendant, I've had several occasions 
will I have male flight attendants, straight or gay, that will check our rooms, walk mm-hmm. in our rooms with us when we first get there, just to make sure no 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 dude is in there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy out here for women. Yeah, it is. It's really, really, it really crazy out here for women. And the level of caution you must have for yourself right. for safety reasons. Absolutely. You know, like even being a flight attendant, we, we can't even, um, it's in our contract. We can't, our rooms can't be um, on the first floor. Really? They're not allowed to give us rooms on the first floor because it's, it's a safety issue. It's too easy for someone to be able to get to your room if you're on the first floor. You know, climbing through a window or balcony or something, it's too, you're too accessible on the first floor. So we're not even allowed to stay on the first floor in no hotel. So, like, I didn't even think about that until I became a flight attendant. I was like, you're right. <laughs> the first floor is too accessible. It is. Like, I've oh seen many God. first floor hotels. And y'all be thinking about that. Like, you used to share you see in movies, but motherfuckers really be on that. They really be on that type of time. Like Facts. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know what? I did see this on the episode of Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm cautious now. <laughs> yeah, because you you never know who's watching, who's mm-hmm. looking at your page, who is who, who is who, who's mm-hmm. crazy. No, none of that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like now, everything I have, Instagram included, is now private, just because people will stalk your family too. A lot of times, yep. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped tagging my husband and stuff mm-hmm. a lot now, too, because I find it now that people will go... And, f- and try to follow that person. And follow his page. Yeah. And, and, you know, just... I recently had a homie. Um, he's a former flight attendant. And he posted, he was like, unless you are close friends or family, why are you requesting to follow my wife? Right. And, you know, because he just married somebody. Mm-hmm. And of course you tag him or whatever you 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 tag their you know their name and the pictures and stuff like that and it was like you're like y'all weird yeah and I'm like that's weird as hell like if I if if you don't know like my cousin just got engaged cousin Tarika mm-hmm. just got engaged on Valentine's Day I know her I know her fiance mm-hmm. I know Corey I still don't follow Corey on social media yeah you know what I'm saying. And it's not like, and, and he can't, he popped up on my uh, people you may know stuff as well. And I still did, you know, ex, um, request his, uh, him as a friend. But I'm like, so imagine I just know you because of Facebook. And then you tag your, your, your significant other. And I'm like, oh, let me follow him too. Go at him. What? That's weird. It is. It's strange. So I appreciate Beyonce. Yep. For that, that, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that leading, leading that, that type of privacy because mm-hmm. it just, it just opened my eyes. Yeah. Just, just her being who she is. I could see mm-hmm. why she's mm-hmm. so discreet. Yeah. Because just not even being famous, it's just. It's weird it's, out here. It's, 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 people be on, when I say they be on that type of time. Yeah. Motherfuckers be on that type of time. Yeah. Like, it's weird out here. I, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I be getting mad at Beyonce because um, I be like, so why you can't ever be at Target when I'm at Target, bro? <laughs> and what Target do you be at? Because I'm trying to be at that Target. <laughs> I tell you who don't care. You know, you know who don't care. They be everywhere doing everything and with everybody. Riri. Oh, <laughs> she was just at the protest. The um, stop Asian hate protest. <laughs> and somebody was like, "What's your Instagram?" You saw that? Yes. I saw- 
It's an Asian dude. It was an Asian dude. It's like, what's your Instagram? <laughs> she put it in. He just thought she was playing. Wait a minute. I'm like, you don't hear that Barbados voice. You don't hear that Barbados voice. Like, yeah. That's really just be just be everywhere mm-hmm. doing everything. But a lot of times she kind of, but like even at the protest, she looked, she real incarnado when she was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She had the glasses on, the shades on, and she had the little mask on and stuff. So like, unless you really knew it was her and you was talking to her, you yeah. probably wouldn't necessarily know like. Oh, that's that's Riri. That's Rihanna. Oh, go go take a picture of Rihanna real quick. You know, right? But um, I like Riri. I've met her once. She she's one of those people where you like. I can really be friends with her because yeah. you just got like a dope energy and you don't give. And I love people who just don't give a fuck. She's one of she's one of the few people that I follow. Celebrity wise, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Me too. Yeah, it's like I don't because she just she she don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. And I love that. I love it. I love that people be like, "Why you out here doing stuff?" Like, need an album. She be like, "Bitch, who are you?" Like, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> I don't have to make another album if I if don't I want, want to. to. Like, you're not gonna press me about an album. I will make another one. I feel like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I do want another Rebe album too, but I do. <laughs> yeah, but you already know how I feel about the about her, Kendrick. I just <sighs> just. You know, yeah. I yeah. just I feel like no, yeah. I know you still mad at Kendrick because he ain't. I ain't gonna even. I was gonna post him. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna tag you in it. But we oh, we, we, just, we always talk about Kendrick. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna talk about him tonight. I'm gonna K dot. I'm gonna leave K dot alone tonight. <laughs> but I just like the few the few celebrities that I follow. Mm-hmm. I follow them because their personality. They're not, they're not doing anything superficial. Mm-hmm. Like real everyday human just being. Just everyday, just being. I love when I love seeing them be themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not work. Everything's not work, work, mm-hmm. work, work. Oh, I'm at I'm at the studio. I'm at you know, mm-hmm. or doing just just some shit. Yeah. That's just. I agree. I found I find out a lot of Beyonce lives because I find, I follow Miss Tina. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Tina be spilling all the tea. I be like, for real? Yes, yeah, that southern type they that 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 south. <laughs> I like Miss Tina too. I love Miss Tina. I'm like, oh, for real? That's what B doing right now? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, B don't tell us nothing. So, <laughs> thank you, Mama. Thank you. She gonna keep us up to date. Blue Ivy doing yeah. this. Yeah. She like, yo, Blue Blue got a Grammy. Oh, she did. Oh, girl. Tell Blue Blue I said congratulations. And then they let the Beyonce pose, and I was like, oh, okay. Mama already told me though. <laughs> yeah, Mama already told us. I'm already telling us what's going on. But you know, like, but like Miss Tina's like a real grandmama, you know what I'm saying? Because she's like, they just be like so excited, mm-hmm. so happy about everything. So I'd be like, yeah, Miss Tina gonna spill all the tea. Right. I love her. She's so funny to me. But yeah, I love, and I love Ari. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. I've been liking her since. Okay, I'll say before Creed 2 came out. I heard the album, mm-hmm. the, the soundtrack, and that's when she released. That's when she had the Shea Butter. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that song, I was like, oh, "I love her voice." So I went to title to like listen to her other songs. Mm-hmm. What sold me was Forty Chokes. <laughs> Forty Forty Shades of Choke. Yes, <sighs> that sold me. I said, "Oh, everything she come out with, I want to hear." Yes, everything, and I became a media fan after that. I like that. And you lie, and you lie, and you lie. You know, 
Nair. I've been smoking. Yes. Purple. I love that song. Girl, she's like, ladies, don't be fucking these men till you're about 43. <laughs> I just, I just love She has the best her. personality. She does. You heard through her music, that album there with the skits. She was like, if you are from my record label, <laughs> get the f out. <laughs> because it's going to get really raw and really real. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, girl, I got my notifications cut off when she go live. I just love when she's live. and it's She's just, so funny. She is funny. She's so funny and authentic and, th and real. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I see why J. Cole signed her. Yeah. Because and then when she came with the song with, with um, Jasmine Sullivan, oh, that's my shit. That's my shit. And then her, then the the skit she got. Uh, ah. When it come out, yeah. Ah. <laughs> the little skit part she got on there is like Ari Lennox story or something, whatever. And she talks about the dick. It it spoke to me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like. God, Jesus, Allah, sorry, but yes, Lord. <laughs> she's like, she's like, if I if I tell y'all who it is, it will it will ruin my career. Cause y'all gonna be like, on. do y'all know what Google said? She's like, but I know what that dick said. When it come on, when I heard it, when I heard it, ah. hold on, hold on, hold on, start that over, start it over. Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Start it over. <laughs> yes, yes, Ari. Yes, I love her. I love I her. Love it, love it, love it, love it. But it's it. like it's like I feel like artists like that are going to be the ones with longevity careers. Mm -hmm. You know, and like I remember Jay having an interview and he was like, "I don't care about the trends. Mm -hmm. He's like, because trends come and go. He's like, I'm here for the longevity. I want something that's going to last twenty years from now. Yeah." And then I hear artists like Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox. They have music that 10, 15 years from now, you still want to listen, listen to. It sounds classic. It sounds, her music sounds so It's going to resonate with mm -hmm. you. I think Black is another artist that from years from now, I'm still going to listen to. Yeah. Because outside of the composure of music, it's the lyrics. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and you still gonna resonate with those lyrics, mm -hmm. regardless. <clears throat> you know. Yep, and I love I love Sir. <sighs> I love me some Sir. Girl, I have a story. I'll tell y'all. Okay. <laughs> I got a story that way. <laughs> I love me some Sir. Like, I love Sir. He just put me in this mood. Yo, like he this. got one of the best voices. Yes. He got one of the best. Voices and his last album was amazing, mm -hmm. amazing. I keep it in rotation. That John uh, Red Corner, but <laughs> I love that one. I love the I one love with him, Jill Scott. Love. Oh, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Yes. I love Lucy's love and the one with um, um Sabrina. Oh, and I love the um, him and K of course, him and K. Died. Yeah, I know you. Uh, <laughs> long, what, uh, take your hair down, yeah, let my hair down, let my hair down. Mm -hmm. The one with um, him and Sabrina, I forgot her girl last name, but it's the one where she's he's like, uh, dang, it's a sex song, <laughs> but it's the one that he's like, um, 
what she say? Something like, um, I don't, I don't ask for nothing else. I just come over and sit on it. <laughs> yeah, that's my shit. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, you know, I don't, you know, we don't have a relationship like that. I don't, we don't, I don't need all that. Yeah, I just, we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, just come, just come over and I just sit thing. on. It. <laughs> you right, you right. And Brent Fayez, I love me mm-hmm. some Brent Fayez. I love him too. He has a um. A different voice as well. Mm-hmm. I just need him to decide what he who he gonna be. That's that's just <laughs> it. He done went from Sonder to Gold Link. Yeah. To, I just yep. need, I just need him to find his niche. He he's good. Wait, uh, he's Sonder. Mm-hmm. You lying? No, that's Brent's. <laughs> All this time. Yes. Under Sunder, he has this one song. I think it's called "I Care." I care or something, but I lo- what? Yeah, that's Brent. I just, I just want him to. I just want him to. You learn something to <laughs> I just need him to. I just need him to stick to a personality. Yeah, one personality. <laughs> I had no idea he was Sunder. <laughs> yes, I had no idea. <laughs> that's why like if you if you go, if you go on apple music and he has um what's the song i always listen mm-mm, to it mm-mm, mm-mm. you learn something new every goddamn day uh let me go to my playlist the song i like is feel Okay, so he got that song "Lovely," right? Mm-hmm, yeah. When you pull it up on Apple Music, it's called "Lovely," but it's under Sunder "Lovely." It's on that on the Apple, mm-hmm. under the, on the Sunder album. So yeah, I love Brent. I just need him to figure out who he wants to be. <laughs> That's it. Who do you want to be, sir? <laughs> who do you, Who do you want to be? I'm I'm feeling Brent. I'm feeling Brent. I love him. Yeah. I love I love his lyrics. I love his music. I love his his music. Um, his lyrics is yeah, yeah. Who else though? That's why I be telling people. I'm like, it's a lot of good R and B out there still. It is like there's still a lot good. Giveon just oh, getting his getting his so and he been in his bag. Yes, my boyfriend been playing this song. He got called um heartbreak anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> We just listened to this morning I was dropping off at the airport. That song is amazing. I ain't gonna lie, my boyfriend be putting me on love like that's his love language is mainly mm, music. music. Like R and B just Yeah, his like music is his the way he connects with the world is through <laughs> music. I really feel like he was probably like a musician or something mm-hmm. in his in his, his past, past life. life. Yeah, you know, he's he mentioned that when he was in college, he took some class, like psychology type of class. Mm-hmm. And it was like never no homework or nothing. It was just like this professor. I think maybe he said it was two, but I think maybe just one professor. And like you just be like group sessions. And have these like conversations, mm-hmm. and he said that um, this professor just was talking to him one day, and this and this, blah, blah blah. And he was like, "You have a strong sense to music, don't you?" And he was kind of like, 
Yeah. He was just like, and he just started like breaking stuff down to him. And he was like, yeah, that's because, um, oh, he was asking me, he was like, and when you go to sleep, you have to uh, find a rhythm to sleep, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like, it's either you tapping your foot or there's some rhythm that you got to pick up in order to go to sleep. Like, he was looking at him was like, what? <laughs> and then the guy was like, yeah, that's because, you know, in your past life, you were, uh, you was a dancer in your past what? life. And he was like, what? <laughs> and to know my boyfriend is to know this nigga loves music and dance. <laughs> I can show you so many videos. He wakes up dancing. Wow. Like he turned music on and he'll just, he'll have a little whole little concert at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'll be like, where are you getting this energy? And this is, but, and when he goes to sleep, I promise you, he it's something else he does. I can't speak about it. Um, Y'all need to do like a uh, sound bowls together. Yeah, um, I need to get a, the big sound bowl because mm-hmm. the one I have is a really small, small one. one. I need to get those bitches expensive. Yeah, that, <laughs> I need that, to get the really big that tone A bowl. Yeah, that, that motherfucker got a hundred. Yeah, uh, small <laughs> people. It was like not this time, not this time. <laughs> I'm gonna get the little small. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I want to do one of those when I invest in a in a bigger sound bowl, whatever. But he he does this like it's mm-hmm. not so much of this, but to go to sleep he taps like in the bed he just t- moves, taps his feet and then you start seeing him slow it down mm-hmm. and then he goes to sleep and then he'll like drift off then he'll do it again but for this guy this professor just to tell him this and it's like he didn't know anything about my life <laughs> or whatever I was like that's crazy that he just came up to you and was like yeah you was a dancer in your past life like what I believe in past life, so. I do too. I definitely, it's real. Mm-hmm. I think that's sometimes where, I think that's sometimes where we get like different kind of connections from. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know why you got a connection with something. And I like, I feel like a lot of times it's because it was something from your past life. Sometimes it'd be like <clears throat> our ancestors speaking to us too through through different things. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a whole nother yeah, that's a, that's, a, yeah. It's, that's that's a rabbit hole we can't get into right now because that's that's you know it's Ooh, deep. it'll be one of them three hour yeah. conversations. You know, you know that's deep. You know, to, like last um, time, girl, told you I got in trouble. He was like, I know you wasn't. The hell y'all talking about? Yeah, he was like, I know you wasn't talking for no three hours, baby. I swear to God, I was. we were talking for three I was like, hours. We were I, was like going I didn't know. I was like, I didn't. We neither one of us realized it until we got off and I grabbed my phone. It was ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, how in the heck were we talking that long? Yeah, <clears throat> music is definitely the. It's therapeutic. It is very therapeutic, and it's just like when you when you get those gems and you mm-hmm. just hold on to those those particular artists that just make you feel good mm-hmm. and it's just like I, those those are who I follow because yeah. I feel like that's my tribe yeah I treat right. them as my tribe yeah it's like they're gonna give me the good the bad mm-hmm. the ugly authentic they're gonna be authentically and be, themselves and, raw, and I love it I'm mm-hmm. like I'm here for that yeah I love it when you know I don't think um the industry should should change your authenticity, and I think when it does, 
is a lot of times it's because people really don't know who they are themselves Mm -hmm. and they're easily persuaded to be somebody else you know but when you're just like that confident authentic person you don't really shift for others you know you kind of stay rooted and grounded in who you are who you are Mm -hmm. and i love that absolutely because things will become clearer for you when you're like that when you're trying to be too many different people um your your vision can be cloudy Johnny likes SZA she loves SZA she wants to yeah I was gonna yeah (laughs) and I I love seeing because most of you know younger the younger generation they're they're like gravitating towards you know, certain artists and yeah. just to see her gravitate towards like, like, SZA. Like a SZA, yeah. Yeah, and, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, She's another one. She's like, she really, when I say her, her, uh, her wallpaper is SZA. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have a conversation because whenever um, she does a tour thing, mm-hmm. you know. She want to wear her hair down. like her. Can I put the, um, you know, they have like the little clay yeah. color your hair. She mm-hmm. wants to do that. And I'm like, girl, you really <laughs> think you sizzle? I love it. I was like, you really think you sizzle, don't you? I, will, I love it. Yeah, when um when they do the tour thing, whatever, um, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. I'll hit a punch and see and get her, let her come meet her. But I, and you know, she's, sizzle's real spiritual. Yes, so very much so. And, and I love when I say I love that <laughs> that my daughter, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just she's so spiritual. Yeah, like it's just it's amazing. That, and I'm like, that's my tribe too. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, she's in our tribe. Yeah, yeah. So. Since I love her, I've always loved her. I've always like since you know since I started listening to her before um, before she became this this mm-hmm. big artist with her first album Z. Not her first, it was her second album Z. And she had this one song with um, Chance the Rapper, and that's what made me become a fan of hers. And I was like, I love her voice. I love the her voice range, mm-hmm. you know, and how she manipulates her voice. And then like her lyrics didn't make it no better for me. I was like, girl, you crazy? <laughs> yes, I love this. I love it. <laughs> she was like, it's just on, on that album. She got this one song, and the lyrics are something like, if. Maybe if I didn't have the shotgun, you'll still be alive, and I'm and I will be halfway to heaven. And I was like, you didn't kill them. <laughs> they, I follow her on Twitter, and she talks like that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I'm always retweeting her. Like I, she she has to be retweeted. Like, yeah, yeah. Just... I'm, I didn't know Gigi liked her, but I'm glad that I know that now. Because even when um the last TDE party we went to uh, Christmas concert we went to. Uh, me and one of my coworkers, and um, that she loves SZA too. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she was like, "I was like, you want to be SZA?" And so um, after the concert was over, I went to Punch, which you know is the president. And I was like, "Hey, can she get a picture with?" He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "You want me to take a picture of it?" I was like, oh, "I already got my picture of SZA. You can take a picture. <laughs> I'll take it for him, whatever." But yeah, I definitely um get her yeah we'll to meet her but yeah. yeah she yeah she loves her and so um we definitely i want to um like 
open our lineup uh, as far as taking questions. I thought about that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanna, taking yeah. questions. Yeah. And get like get more interactive. Yeah, more interactive sides of podcasting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes. And um, so we, I definitely want to be more engaged. Yeah. So we want to want to definitely get questions mm-hmm. in if you want to ask us some things and want to hear our perspective things because mm-hmm. a lot of people a lot of our listeners are like man y'all 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 have a different way of thinking but it's not like opinionated right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like we're not pushing an idea right we're not that's what it really is is that we're not pushing it mm-hmm. we kind of speak on our experiences and how we think about stuff but we never really tell people how to think yeah we're not telling you Oh, this is what you're supposed to do, and this is an act. We're not really saying what's right and wrong. We just give our perspectives. Yeah, so I think. But speaking of perspective, what is your perspective on platonic relationships? Platonic relationships. My perspective. You think that that's that's real thing? That is a real thing. It's very healthy. Uh, Definitely, you need platonic friends. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know whether it's male or female, mm-hmm. because platonic could, could go either way mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I definitely feel like it is needed mm-hmm. in a relationship because mm-hmm. when we go back to that clinginess and mm-hmm. controlling and things like that, it has a lot to do with your own individual life, right? Outside of just being now the, the friendship date dating thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too sure about that because I still don't understand what it really is. I, and people was like, well, you can, I, I have friends that I, we go out all the time, but to me, that's just like hanging out. That's not that, a date. That's what I'm So that's why, why her that's date, I'll thinking. be thinking to get the end. <laughs> that's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> why her date, I'm like, to get the end, like, <laughs> she said dick at the end oh my gosh but I mean okay yeah that's why I was trying to understand I'm like okay so it's just like friends going out on a date like, I can see girlfriend dates I can see that like brunch and you know yeah like, but like I've been out with my guy friends too but it was never like we never called it a date. We just go hang out. <laughs> it's like, yes, yeah, so I'm like, what is this new? You know, it's always a new so is trend. It, so is it? So, so that's why I'm. That's why I'm confused with. I'm like, is it what we do? I ha- they just I, put a new name for it. Yeah, printed from from what people the people that actually do it. They say they they we have friend dates all the time. Uh, one one girl was like. Her husband and her one of her friends, they she's like, I can call her husband and we can go on a date and and not, not it wouldn't be because we're we've been friends for so long and all this is so weird. I I have close friends that are guys that we could go to lunch. You know what I'm saying? So wait, so okay, you have close friends who are guys who can go on lunch, but are those close friends who are guys? are people that you became friends with through your husband? No. See, that's what I'm saying. So, like, when she said, oh, I have I have guy friends. I, I can go out on a date with my girlfriend's husband. I know. I'm like, I... That, to me, is weird because, to me, unless you are friends with him before you're... 
unless you're the reason why they met mm-hmm. and they decide to get together. I feel like this weird because I'm seeing, I'm looking at it. Oh, so you met her husband through her, and then y'all go on dates. To me, that's weird. It's very weird. What was bizarre? Yeah, I look at bizarre as weird because <laughs> like it's like I was trying to find a I was trying to find a better word because to... it's like like. Okay, so for instance, one of my really good friends um, is married. Mm -hmm. Um, I've hung out with her husband before, but I've never hung out with her husband before. Like it's just y'all two in an intimate setting. Yeah, like let's go have dinner. Yeah, like it was. It's like it's been times where like they don't live in Dallas anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's been times where I go out and go, you know, go visit her. You know, at their house or whatever, and like she, you know, like oh she has a patient she has to go see, so she's gone for a few hours or something, and I'm at the house, but it's nothing like me and her husband all like go go on a movie day. Yeah. It'd be like I, I'd be I in a guest was, house and I come into the house and be like, okay, oh what's up? Blah 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 blah. I'm in the kitchen fixing something to eat. We just chit chat for a second and then I go about my business. It ain't never been like. Let me call you up and hey, what you doing this weekend? Yeah. Would you like to go on a date? What? Are you, you like to go to the, like? Or not how, even call on a date. You just like, oh, you want to go out to eat? Like, how That's do you even weird. initiate that? Like. Yeah, so I'm saying to Steve, like, this one I'm saying, like, I don't, like, if, for instance, if you, as long as we've been cool, as long as we've been friends, we've been knowing each other way over 20 years, but if you just, like, hit up my boyfriend and be like, hey, let's go out to eat, <laughs> I'll be like, I think that's a little weird. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Cause I would never hit up, hit up your your husband and be like, yeah. "Hey, let's uh, <laughs> what you, you hungry? What you smell at? Right? You want to grab something to eat? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't grab. I can't just grab this concept yet. I, can't, I would have I to can't. have somebody. I would have to sit down with somebody who has done this and pick their brain. Yeah. Cause for my I, I, now, if y'all going if it's like multiple people, right. It's cool. Yeah. Like, it's we're not, going it's out a with group a group thing. of friends. We're going out with a group yeah, of it's friends. A group thing. I can see that. But, like, just one-on-one with a guy friend. Yeah. That's what I'm and saying. calling like, it a date. Right. And that's strange. what I'm saying. So, for instance, say, like, say, say you had a really cool guy friend that mm-hmm. you've been friends with forever, right? And then you tell me, like... You know what? I got this friend. Say I'm not in a relationship. And you're like, hey, I got this friend. I really think y'all hit it off well with. You know what I'm saying? And I meet him, and we kick it off. We end up dating. Mm-hmm. We get together. We get married. Blah blah blah. I don't think it would be weird for you still to hang out with him, because I met him through you. Mm-hmm. You didn't meet him through me. Right. So I feel like yeah, y'all still should have a friendship and y'all with or without me because y'all had one before me. I can understand that. But for me to meet somebody through somebody who's a friend of mine and ask them, hey, let's go do this, blah, 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 that's weird. And I think the, it was like, 
Because we correlate date with sex, sex or just intimacy mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're like, well, y'all can't, y'all, y'all don't see nothing. Y'all see that as it is wrong is because you think, you look at dating as something. People, people date for reasons. You know what I'm saying? When I look at, when I, when I hear dating, it's like, we're not dating for fun. We're not. It's to go somewhere. It's to go somewhere. It's, it's to lead to, to something bigger. Yeah, like yeah. it's to like I said, it's like it's it's something dating with with the purpose. purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear friend date, it's like what? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would have to have somebody who actually does it just to sit down. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, I can see, like, you having a guy, a friend of the opposite. I want to say guy friend. You can have a friend of the opposite sex, and y'all go out and hang out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Y'all can go to the movie. We're not calling it a date. That's hanging out. We're just yeah, we're so, hanging out. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying is, it are they doing what we have always <laughs> done and just calling it something different? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It yeah, sounds like they're doing normal shit. Yeah, and just <laughs> it's, calling it's, it something calling different. It, calling it a date, which makes it seem intimate. You yeah, know? makes it seem more... more it, it seems controversial. Like, yeah. you you telling me you're dating your friend? Like, yeah. Dick at the end. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I can, I can I let this go, dick at the end? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like that's really how I'm like that's why when you was telling me and I was like I don't think I follow you said I don't what I was like, I was I don't think you, I, he was like what is this a real thing like, yeah. oh, apparently it's a real thing like, I don't like, think I understand what you're saying <laughs> and of course the men are like hell no like ain't nobody finna date my, my world like you know and then you have men thinking like okay well if it's a my idea of today is I'm paying. It was like, and if I'm going out with a friend, I'm not paying. You know, like yeah, and and but that's the thing is like when you go like for instance, like if you go out with your friends, it's just it's one of those things where I feel like um, you, if you got a real friend, it could be like okay, I pay for this time, yeah. you pay next time. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't look at I don't look at that any deeper than that. Men tie in, some women too, but tie in money with like benefits. Like, if I'm paying for this, then I'm expecting so and so, so and it was like. You're simping. You're simping. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> what? Huh? Because if I if I decide to pay a time, it's not that I'm expecting anything. It's like, nah, we cool, we blah, blah, blah. I'll pay this time. I have no problem with that. I saw somebody made this um this post and it was like ninety percent of women date or ninety percent of women date men for money or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then somebody replied was like, That's not even add up because ninety nine percent of y'all niggas broke. <laughs> and that's what and that's where it come from us talking about these made up statistics. 
Yeah, because they, people kill like ninety percent of women. What ninety percent? What research did you do, or you yeah. came up with ninety percent of women? Put twenty people, in, and, and the guy that was arguing with it, I was like, put twenty people in the room and ask them because that's that's how you get statistics. That's, that's how, how you come up with percentage. Like you called, just this car research. Yeah, you just oh most men. Okay, are you married? Or do you, who, who are these most men? Have you spoke to these people? Chanel. That's why I just like I'm not even gonna jump in this conversation because the first question you asked him because he was speaking for married people. Yeah, he was speaking for married people. First question you asked, "Are you married?" His response: "Well, I don't know what they got to do anything." I said that moment, <laughs> I'm not engaging. I was like, "You're speaking on a subject that you're not even in or have been in." Right. Exactly. And he kept, he continued on and was like, because the people of the nation. And I was like, are you NOI? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He's like, well, I used to be, but I'm not anymore. And I was like, oh, this. Like, bro, you speaking as if you're part of the nation. Like, it, he probably was never part of the nation. It's probably some With shit. you so I mean, Moscow you, went to Moscow a few times. <laughs> or just like you. A lot of times I find that people watch like YouTube videos and shit and they pick up jar, they pick up lingo. You know what I'm saying? Are those little clips that show up in your timeline and they start repeating shit that they don't even know what they're talking about. And what am I like? We got to stop. We got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing that. We got to stop repeating stuff. The, the hearsay. Because people speak more on what they've heard than what they know. Yeah. And as I'm like, when you push that to the collective, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're influence, influencing people's thought and mm-hmm. we can't do that. Yeah. You, and, and that's where you have to be an intelligent enough person <laughs> to ask questions. Yeah. Because too many of us was just kind of like, and it, and it kind of goes back to like how we were raised and it was like, you're not supposed to question, you know, you're not supposed to, especially when things with religion, you're not supposed to question mm-hmm. and whatever. But fuck all that. You ask questions because I guarantee you start asking questions and you're going to find out this motherfucker don't have no nothing he's talking about. Right. And girl, he was saying, <laughs> I, I was reading that shit. I said, Alpha, Beta, man. I'm like, what? And so I'm saying, and then that's why I'm saying people go and start repeating things mm-hmm. because they heard somebody else say it. Like, do you even know what alpha and beta, what, do you even know what I that is? I guarantee you he never even um, researched the word. Yeah. You don't he don't, he couldn't even is. tell you the definition. No. All he's going to tell you is what he heard somebody say. And, and just the idea that a lot of men that feel that they are alpha or they want to be alpha so bad or, you know what I'm saying, want people to see them as alpha mm-hmm. the whole time, you beta. Yeah, I think a lot of times the re- <laughs> a reason why a lot of people feel like that is um, there's an insecure level mm-hmm. and they want to they want to overshadow yeah. that insecurity. So they make themselves look like they're this dominant male but alpha is not necessarily means to be dominant yeah it doesn't so what are you really doing it's just it's like because you because to be alpha doesn't mean you have to control it and then the fact that i told him i was like 
when you're in your divine masculinity, hell no, you talking about that energy speaks for itself. You mm-hmm. don't have to define it. You don't have to speak for it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be loud about it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm. That's why I'm sitting here saying like. They look at it like you're controlling. You know, mm-hmm. Alpha people post control, and it's, you're not. Yeah, is it? That's not how you look at things. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at things to jump in things to control the things. Yeah, but your universe operates a certain way based on your energy, right? Itself. And so he was like, and I was explaining to him. I was like, a lion doesn't have to tell anybody. He's a lion. He's a lion. He was like, uh, but we we don't we already know. Uh, that's a lion but the alpha male mm-hmm. in the pack mm-hmm. you know he's the alpha male mm-hmm. in the pack you completely missed what i was yeah. telling you yeah you know what i'm saying people talk for a, a rebuttal but not understanding yeah because <laughs> after that it just went it down it head, just yeah. it went because that's all I'm saying something like because people always trying to say happy happy wife happy life and blah blah blah, blah. and I was like that's not necessarily the whole context. It's not about it's not about the wife because happy wife doesn't mean that you just doing whatever to make exactly. your wife happy. Happy wife is because the wife holds down the household. If your wife is sad, if your wife is depressed, everybody else is. The household is not functioning properly so that concept happy life happy wife you making sure that you're doing you're making sure that you're doing your part to make sure that your household is balanced right you're doing your part so she can do her part right and if she's not and if you're not doing your part she can't do her part and everything is crumbling in the mental space Mm -hmm. if your wife mental emotional that affects the kids that affects the household so it's not about doing her, what you doing say whatever you want her mm-hmm. you and know? that and, and not necessarily that's your ego talking yeah that's your ego like oh i ain't gonna do everything my wife i'm gonna be simping how, and how's how that simping? simping it's your wife how is that simping that you making sure your wife is good you make sure your wife is happy mm-hmm. because ain't your wife gonna make sure you happy i don't i just feel like sometimes it's, just be it's like I, that's what i'm saying i'll be understanding because people who are not in like I was really thinking about this earlier. Um, the reason why, like, okay, so we have this, we've, we've had this understanding that men will give their boys all the chances mm-hmm. in the world, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, when they get with a woman and she break your heart, like, she this, this, and this, and, like, you can't give her another chance, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, I think men have been raised to not be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And once you allow someone in your life to be vulnerable with, it's a new foreign space for them that they really don't understand the concept behind it. So when they see men being vulnerable with women, then they put a negative notation on it. Yeah. Oh, you simping, you doing. That man is doing what it takes to please his wife. You okay with a woman doing what it takes to please you? Right. So why is it not reversal? 
It's why is there a negative <laughs> no, notion mm-hmm. when it's the man making sure? If Ciara says she will be, uh, she will fear losing Russell. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have shit to say. Yeah, but, they but they call the fact Russell that corny, Russell corny for loving his wife, but for Russell to say he fear he fear losing his wife. There's a, there's there's a negative notion on that. Why? Right. That's his wife. Mm-hmm. He has two biological kids, and he's raising three kids with this woman. Everybody wanna everybody wanna be hard, or we have this idea that uh, being emotional or, like you said, vulnerable. Being a vulnerable man, it's it's looked upon as being weak. Yeah, you know why? what I'm saying. Yeah, and 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 that's a notion we really have to break with this generation that we're raising, mm-hmm. because that's where I'm. That's where I'm getting from. Like, no, allow your boys to cry. Mm-hmm. Allow your boys to have emotions and express emotions. Your job as a parent is to guide them through those emotions, right. so they can know what those emotions mean with words. And they can, when they become adults, they can express themselves with words. Yeah. So they can properly love, not only. Properly receive love Mm -hmm. and properly love. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like, I guarantee you that dude that said that when he was little, his mama and male figures in his life, if not his daddy, said, suck it up. Don't cry. Mm -hmm. You ain't no little girl. What you crying for? Yeah, don't be giving a woman nothing. Don't be like what? So we're raising them like this as children, and then they become. I knew he wasn't married. I knew he wasn't married. I said, just, he's like, I said, the way the... he's talking, you know the difference between a married man speaking and a in a, in a single man. And the nigga just, just, They're just talking mm-hmm. out his ass and had no experience, <laughs> but want to talk about all the experience. I think it said the nation of the women, and and then try to follow up. This this is what killed me. I get so tired. I don't know if he's hotel. Oh, please don't. That's a whole nut. That's not even NOI. That's all. That's. (laughs) (laughs) But it it me when people try to be be deep, or you know what I'm saying? It's fake deep or fake woke. It'd be fake philosophy. It'd be just nigga. (laughs) Fake ass philosophy. Niggas tried to throw in black women versus black men. I'm like, but nigga, you were just on here talking about sipping and what? And and, and you know what I'm saying? Denouncing the fact happy happy wife, happy life. Yeah. But then you gonna turn around and back door and say, um, that's the problem with the nation is because it's always black men versus black women. At that point, I left the conversation. Know what NOI he's been watching, but a lot of the NOI that I've either seen, heard sermons from, especially like the minister, Mm -hmm. they have a lot of notions of taking care of of your family first. Mm -hmm. You ain't a man if you ain't taking care of your family, and that includes your wife, right. So, I was just, so that's when he started seeing, and then the, and then the black man versus the black woman. That's not NOI language. Mm-mm. 
he was all over the place. He was. That's why I said it sounded like. That's why I said if it's hot tub, then okay, because you know that. That's why I was like, you like. Because that, like, that's not NOI talk. I don't know. I'm like, brother, I don't know what videos you've been watching, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm trying to give him a chance. Like, you can't push that on the collective because mm-hmm. you just, you, you making up numbers and you falsifying shit. Yeah, because if you think about it, when they talk about the, then you, then you get five percenters, they talk, which is a. Nothing but a branch of NOI. Mm-hmm. You talk about talk about the arts and all that kind of like it's about making sure that the black family is 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 good. Yeah. So <laughs> it it was a lot going on. And I was like, you you when you when you get on platforms and stuff, I'm like, you have to be mindful of what you saying when you're trying to have dialogue with people. Like you have to be mindful of what you're saying to people because there are people that are influenced by that, especially when you come off aggressive. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? When yeah, you come yeah. off in an aggressive way, people are like, Oh yeah, like, you know, you, you, you being you're trying to be dominant, but like we he always say, control nothing day in his life. Yeah, I'm like, you're being loud and you're being you're loud, loud and, and wrong. wrong. Wrong loud and wrong. <laughs> and then I think too they try to like try to show this is why I said it's nothing but ego. Mm-hmm. Show their intelligence. Yeah. Because you want to be seen and alpha, heard. Yeah. And whatever. it's like, baby, I sense your energy. I I am an alpha man. Who, who okay. Says? You can think that all you want to, but just yeah. because you think something I mean that's what it is. Yeah, and I'm like Okay, but you're not displaying. I can tell you all day I'm a billionaire. I am a billionaire. <laughs> I got money. That don't mean I got it, but I'm going to tell it. <laughs> like, right. Like, look, I, let, me, let's go, let me go on and repeat that. Marshan is a billionaire because we have a habit of whatever we repeat <laughs> oh, we on do. our episodes it just comes into fruition it's, it's like we're, we manifest the <laughs> shit out of things on this podcast and it is just unrealistic how things go do you remember when we talked about um the j the janelle i mean janelle i can't janelle. Even talk janelle Agle song ho yes and then and she, 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 she look, <laughs> nigga, nigga. We were like, man, we used to love that song. Uh, nah, 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 and not nah. even it was like a couple days later she dropped the yes, fucking remix out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. What were we talking about this week? That we um. It was something because you said, man, we just we just talked about this. the elevator. And then the swan. It was and then the video. And then, <laughs> we. Sp- <laughs> The video came yeah, out. We were talking about Jay-Z and Solange on our last episode. It was no audio and it was a video. And then literally days later, the Quavo and Sweetie <laughs> shit happened. And then guess what? Solange is trending. Solange, we, we spoke that up. Why is Solange? Because she didn't kick Jay-Z ass in the elevator. We all know about that. So yes, we had just talked about that. Yeah, I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to become a billionaire. Billionaire, Marsha gonna call me sometime this week. And she gonna tell me about somehow. Hey, guess what? Ching 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 goes the money tree. Somehow, and every time it changes, money come to me <laughs> from the left, right, and up under me. Black Chanel, we got money. 
Hey. We got monies now. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I just feel like we definitely have to uh, address divine masculinity and mm-hmm. and feminine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, divine feminine along with alpha and beta and and express what it means to us because mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, are confused. Yeah. And I think terms. religion has confused it for the most part. Yeah. Definitely. I think religion has re- has confused the alpha beta type of mentality mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be because it was because on that video, did you see the video? Which video? Of um what's the dating dude name? The the little dating expert dude, Kevin Samuels. Yeah. So when he, and so he he I don't know if that was on your post or not. Oh, the high value man. No, not the high value man. Maybe maybe he did touch on that, but it was he was interviewing the 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 light skinned chick, oh. and she she had um, had divorced her husband mm-hmm. because her husband was cheating on her, mm-hmm. and she found out because one of her coworkers, I believe, it was a coworker, told her. That he was messing around, which was true, mm-hmm. and so old dude gonna say, "So you left your alpha, you left your your alpha husband for a, a better a, a beta dude," and she was, and so she was like, "Well, he was cheating." He was like, "But he wasn't sloppy with it," oh, wow. and she was, and so <laughs> she was like. He wasn't doing to where you found out. Just so, oh well, just so happened, old dude found out, and he came back and he told you about it. But she was like, but he was cheating. He was cheating. Right. And my thing is, you can't even sit there and say alpha beta at that particular moment. I'm not saying old dude didn't say that to get closer to this one particular chick. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's that's not a possibility. What I'm saying is, if her husband wasn't cheating. He couldn't have used that right. against her husband. So it wouldn't be nothing that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, he, and so she was like, well, but I was having my own suspicions at first. Mm-hmm. And it was just that he ended up bringing it, or I guess brought the, the, the evidence to it, to me or whatever like that. But the dude was really trying to play the alpha beta type of thing on a cheating situation. <laughs> and I was like, How? <laughs> This was like we, we people you people. I, what I think it is is that people hear these terms, they think it sounds cool. Yeah, that's what it is, and they they pick up terms like slang. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh huh. But these are real words. This isn't sl- with, with, with real meanings. With real meanings, <laughs> and people pick it up as if it's, it's something like a slang yeah, term. Like you it, can just put that with anything. You can say it just with you, any scenario. Like you can say with any opinionated scenario. Yeah, with no facts. With no facts, yeah. and it just it just come when people that really know the meaning and we hear it, and it just it just sounds silly. It sounds. Because really I'm silly. so I'm so over the word simping. I'm over simping. I'm over high value men. I'm oh over alpha. God. I'm over beta. I'm over uh, soul ties. I'm just. <laughs> it's like people. It's like people find out something, mm. and then they just run with it. Yeah. And I'm like, and gaslighting. And gaslighting. Yes. Oh my god. I, yes. 
I'm like, you do realize that everybody you meet is not a fucking soul tie, right? You do realize everybody you sleep with is not a soul tie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all know what this soul? T- like, no. Some sometimes y'all are just, and I, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers. I've been in the situations before too, but sometimes I just lack discipline to leave somebody. Yeah, he ain't no soul tie invested. Yeah, it's just you lack discipline to leave somebody. Yeah, and I'm talking about myself too. I've done that too before. You don't really know what a fucking slow soul tied yeah. is, cause I would tell you. Yeah, you have to be you, spiritually connected ooh, in you, order for someone to be a soul yes. tie. You can't just just yes. just have sex with a random person and be like, oh, it's a soul tie. No, good no. just because good works. sex. No, <laughs> it's really a freaking soul tie. And let me tell you, when you're ready to break a soul tie, you are investing in. Um, in rituals yeah. <laughs> to break it. That's how deep soul ties is. It's not just little phases that you go mm-hmm. through. No, these things be real. Trust me, I have been in soul ties before. I have had a friend to to uh, do a concoction of oils, essential oils for me in a ritual with I, crystals. I felt that way when people would be like, positive vibes only. But it's like, are That's you no even- such- are you even working on on vibra- vibrating high or no, no? And there's no such thing as uh, as positive vibes only because we yeah. live in this dimension, and this dimension is with duality, mm-hmm. and there's a balance. It's a balance. It's, You're not gonna always as be above. So, so is below. It's like you can't you can't have the have the positive without the negative. You can't like you can't like me and my boyfriend be having these. I'd be like, baby, listen. <laughs> like, you really, like, they're, okay. I, it I'm not, sounds cool. Right. It and sounds and cool I, I'm not going to evaluate all negative things on one pedestal or all evil things as equal because I don't see all evil things as equal. Um, but I do believe that, that the only reason that we understand what good is is because of bad. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because you need a comparison to understand right. something. You know that it's daylight because you know what dark is. Mm-hmm. If it was always daylight, you just that's just what it is. Yeah. But you have nighttime. You have the sun and you have the moon. Duality. Mm-hmm. You know, you have light, you have dark. Duality. The yin and the you yin. know, you have the yin and the yang. And people need to understand that even in all good things, there is a tiny speck of bad. And in all bad things, there is still a, a tiny speck of good. That's the yin and the yang. And it's like people just start repeating shit. And I'm like, what research did you do? Because to me, you sound like you're just repeating what somebody just told repeating. you. Yeah. That's what it is. Like I said, it's, just, it's, it's, it's slang. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? We're in a trendy society. Trendy, very right now. trendy. Everything's mm-hmm. tr- everything's a trend. Yeah. So, and it's like we need to take a step back and research things as Please. to what they mean before we say it. People read. <laughs> Please read because it, it's like you know the people that read the people that don't read. <laughs> what I say yesterday, I say everything sound deep when you don't read. <laughs> Everything sound deep. Everybody around this bitch sound like uh my Angelo. My Angelo and Ayala. I'm like, y'all didn't do y'all didn't do no work. Well, I wanna tell you, but did you do the work? Yeah. You okay? did no work. Didn't do no work. You just repeating mm-hmm. stuff just that somebody saying, said. Copy to paste. You. Copy 
copy paste. You know, it's plagiarism, right? Yeah. Like, do your own research. Like, that's why I tell people the reason why I the reason why I research things is to one learn things, mm-hmm. but also I don't want nobody to try to tell me what something is that isn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like all of our lives, we've you know been watching Hollywood movies and. And when it comes to horrors and thrillers and stuff, there's such a negative um, notation on African spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's hoodoo, voodoo, anything mm-hmm. with African spirituality, there is a huge negative notation on it. You know, I got to the point where I was like, "What? what is this? Yeah. Let me know what this really is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I started doing my own research to find out. And I'm like, these motherfuckers been lying. What you have presented to me really isn't the truth. That's just your white version of it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't really know what it is. Yeah. And you want to make it scarier than what it really is. Like, get that shit out of here. Yeah. So I be telling people all the time, like, nah, like, somebody said something to me and I was like, I had a conversation with somebody on my post because he was trying to tell me um, the stuff in the pipe or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm like, well, you know, well, I'm like, well, who wrote the Bible? For what? Who wrote it? And he was like, well, because he said something, and I was like, well, when Constantine, blah, 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 and he was like, well, a man wrote the Bible. And I was like, I said, well, you know what? Do your research. I said, I didn't do you one better. Go research Nassar of um, the Council of Nassai. Uh, 325 and then we couldn't have a conversation after it and he was trying to tell me something I was like no I was like because I said Constantine you said men we saying the same thing mm-hmm. and you don't even know it right? because you do your research like we can't have this and I'm like no disrespect to you like but we just can't have a conversation so once you like look this stuff up come back to me and we can talk about it mm-hmm. you know uh, one of my Friends, Adam Rye, he taught me that a long time ago on my on the beginning of my journey. I would have I would try to have conversations with him and he was like, No, go research it first and then we'll have a conversation. He would never tell me anything. Tell you anything. He would never tell me. He would go research it and we'll have a conversation. I'm not giving you my opinion on nothing. I'm not talking to you about nothing. We're not gonna discuss it. Cause you realize it's gonna be an ignorant conversation. Yeah. Right. And not saying that not saying that you stupid, but you're gonna be ignorant because you don't you didn't don't do the know. work. You and don't I'm, know. I'm telling you, and it's it's really just gonna go one ear, exactly. one out one ear and out the other. Exactly. Like, or I'm gonna put my own um the way I perceive it on you. And that's not what you're supposed to do either. It's why people supposed to learn things from themselves. Mm-hmm. So girl, we weren't supposed to get that deep. We weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> We be, we be going, we be going, we be going in. We, <laughs> we be going in, do that. we be going in, but yeah, we, like I said, it, it's. Wait, a question though, Chanel, did we, did we like reach that part of our journey at the same time? We did. We did, didn't we? We did. That shit crazy. That's crazy. Because we never really had a conversation to do it. It just happened. It just happened. It really did. And we, <laughs> and we've, we've. It's like we took that journey together. Yes. Or whatever. I remember the emotions we had, all the to feel betrayed. Yeah, feel feeling betrayed, finding stuff, and just be like, did you see this? Yeah, girl, I saw that. I was gonna send it to you too. Like, girl, like it's like we did our work collectively, but we also did individual work. 
and and what trip me out is, is that when you when you get to the peace, you get to that that higher road, mm-hmm. that higher self, and it's just like you're so at peace. You don't care to have these kind of little. And side. you're not trying to wake nobody up, like. Yeah. Like fuck it. If you want to be, that's fine. That's fine. The anger has the anger is gone. You yeah. passed the anger stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like stages of grief. I'm not here to do your shadow work. Yep. I can't help you. Yep. I can't help Facts. you. Facts. Because I remember, um, I remember the beginning of my journey. I was so angry, mm-hmm. right? And I remember, um. I remember I was just like real peaceful with a lot of shit. And we have these, and I'd be like, why you ain't going off on these niggas? Like, why? La, 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 la. I'm talking about attacking everybody Listen, on the line. Like, and he was like, he was like, I've been where you are. You know, you, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Is what he's telling me. I'm Keep like, reading. Right. He was like, I was like, man, I can't wait to get where you are. I, don't, I can't wait to get. And then one day, I was there and I was like, it wasn't me trying to push my my discoveries on other people it wasn't mm. me talking about it 24 7 it was just i was now at peace with it i didn't have to research stuff every day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i was just like this is what it is man i'll be y'all i'm like now i just be like nigga i'm trying to astro for jay you live- oh 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 <laughs> i'm trying to nigga. they got this uh um, i want to do that so bad you know they got the government got oh probably we yeah, gotta take don't that don't do that um the show I was I was gonna just touch this basis with you because this is gonna link to something that you really love so Disney Plus did this show WandaVision mm-hmm. at the end of the series um Wanda which you know which one's Wanda is? I haven't watched it. Okay, but Wanda, but she's from she's a she's one of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. She's one of the twins. Um, she had she can control your mind. She mm-hmm. every time she do stuff it's like red little oh, laser yeah. power or whatever. Um, so she was outside this little cabin or whatever mm-hmm. with her little coffee mug whatever. Then she goes and she walks into the house whatever and she goes into the kitchen and like the camera's still moving as she like goes into the kitchen and moves out of focus and then they show then it goes to the room and she's in the room levitated (laughs) way be like like right up under the ceiling she's that high with an ancient book Mm. and she's reading the book and it goes off and I'm like do you remember who did that what is your favorite Marvel movie? Oh, that's strange. It's the same <laughs> book. It was remember the he started researching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, the ancient book. The ancient books. Yeah, I was like, oh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but she was astral projecting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. First of all, she was levitating. Then she was, and she was astral projecting while she was still. I was like, if I can ever be able to do if two I things can get at that once, fucking level of peace. <laughs> oh gosh and it is a real thing but we'll, oh, we'll talk off the grid but yeah it is gosh. a real thing but yeah so we um we didn't rent our mouth yeah <laughs> as always but um as always 
We um, definitely we're follow us on all our platforms. Um, you can follow me on Bonita Apple Bomb. Bonita Apple Bomb. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. What's your Instagram name? I'll be there pretty pretty well <laughs> Shout out to ASAP. <laughs> For real. But um yeah, we're gonna uh we're gonna get a our own social media, our own Facebook page. So we don't have to like oh follow the yeah, you know, you just yeah, follow yeah, our yeah, podcast yeah. page. Yeah, and, and ask you can ask questions on there too. Yeah, so we're just we're yeah. still we're still building. We're still building nonetheless. Thanks you guys evolving. for, you know, walking this journey with us. Yeah. It's truly, truly a journey. Yep. Definitely evolving. And like I said, we definitely want to get um interactive. Yeah, more interactive with you guys. You know, definitely have you guys to we'll we'll be able to ask questions, you know, pre podcast mm-hmm. for sure. And then whatever questions you have to kinda or make a topic and then, it, you know, have people to opinionate on that topic and kind of read we off. We can do anonymous. We can take anonymous submissions if you want to, yeah. you know, leave us some questions. Questions, scenarios. Or anything for us to address on our be next Be like episode. the, um, kind of be like, remember the, what was it called? Strawberry letters type mm-hmm. of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to like... Ask questions about different scenarios, which you think you and know hear our, our perspective, yeah, our point sure. of view. Mm-hmm. Definitely willing. We're definitely open to to all of that. So yeah, definitely gonna start pushing that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Until next time, guys. Bye.